This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, John Bellotti Jr. joins us to review Godzilla Minus One. Plus, reactions to trailers for Furiosa, the Mad Max prequel, Godzilla X-Kong, the New Empire, The Boys Season 4, House of the Dragon Season 2, and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, December 4th, 2023. Could I sing the song? Jockin' and nerdin'. Spoiler alertin'. That's the theme song. I sang it. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. What's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining us, uh, this guy, what's worse than Godzilla's atomic breath? It's this guy's slack hole surprise. It's Rugzilla. What's up, Rug Boy? I've been known to melt a few cities with <laughs> my slack hole. Yeah, I set a lot of things on fire. And joining us, very special guest. You all know him. You love him. He is the admin of our awesome Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation, talented illustrator, and uh, our resident opinionated New Yorker, John Bellotti Jr. What's up, Bellotti? Hey, how you guys doing? How's it going? Thanks for joining us to geek out. Well, I had to bully my way onto the show because you wanted me to send in a recorded review yeah, that was, of that was a the first Godzilla movie to be released in the United States since time. Shin Godzilla, yeah, since 2000. Yeah. I, have to, I have to roast you because- That was a thoughtless was request. I'll, very, I'll admit you, you get sh- shit from Tony because you always <laughs> characterize me as Godzilla artist, John <laughs> Bellotti. And then you do a legit review of a Godzilla movie and then don't ask me to be on- <laughs> I was planning so to I had ask to intimidate, you, I did not use all my mafia, yeah, my all yeah. my mafia connections to threaten my myself onto the show. Oh, that's why there was hired goons at my door. Oh. Yeah, I had them tell you and and your wife and your dogs home the other like, day. Who's there, they were like goons, hired goons. I was like, big oh, guys. Okay. No, they don't yeah. announce themselves. You yeah. did. You never see it coming. Don't you ever watch? Didn't but watch come on, one of you guys is wearing Godzilla pajamas right now, right? Come on, you got to celebrate. Nope. No, nope. No. Don't own Never will. Uh, pajamas? Anthony? Panties, yes. <laughs> G-string. I'm wearing my uh, G-string. G-string. That's a thong. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing my Spider-Man underoos from when I was like six years old. It's cutting off circulation a little bit, but I don't care. I'm committed. But that doesn't even cover one of your ass cheeks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I just had to put it on and slipped it on one leg and half an arm. That's enough. Uh, anyways, get that mental picture going through your mind, listener. We no have thanks. a lot of great things to geek out about. Let's get into it. The Jock and Ned Podcast. We're going to warm up before we get to said Godzilla movie with a bunch of trailers because there was, uh, what was that, Brazil Comic Con CCXP going on. Uh, a bunch of trailers were released as part of this. 
Bloody, look at how great this is. Not only is the, we have Godzilla topics in three different segments of the show, but I'm going to get you to react to another thing you love, the Mad Max Fury Road uh, prequel trailer. One of your favorite movies, right? Yes. Uh, they just put out a trailer for the prequel, Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, of course, Furiosa, who's played by Charlize Theron, is now played by Anya Taylor-Joy. And uh, we swap out the Tom Hardy with uh, Chris Hemsworth with a prosthetic nose, I think, is, is what I saw. Uh, let's start with you, Bilotti. What did you think of this trailer? Does this uh, get you hyped? Uh, George Miller writing, directing, he's 78 and still fucking making crazy badass shit. Yeah, I'm totally hyped for this. In fact, when they announced it, like I was of the mindset, like I don't even care what it looks like. It's the same director in the same world. I want to see it. The only thing that I noticed that looks different than Fury Road, it I don't know if he leaned more into CGI. It does look a little bit cleaner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I did like the dirtier, more practical aspect of Fury Road. Aside from that, I'm all in, man. I, it's George Miller. The dude's like Chris Nolan. It's like, oh, wait, he's making a movie about Oppenheimer? Sure, yeah, I'll go see it because it's Chris Nolan yeah. at this point, you know? So, yeah, the, yeah, I'm totally in for that movie. I'll be there yeah. opening weekend. It did seem a little more, like, clean. Like, I know, I don't know if he uses the volume also. Like, they use the volume in Batman, projected backgrounds, uh, but yeah. still practical effects. Uh, Anthony, you checked this out. Uh, what does it do for you? I did. I did. You know, I'm not the biggest Mad Max fan, but I can appreciate um, what George Miller's done. Fury Road is obviously an all-time movie amongst uh, action movies. We had it go far in the tournament. So, yeah, this looks good. I agree. I mean, it does look a little bit cleaner, but I also know that he's filming a lot of this stuff probably on set. Yeah. If you look at, like, the making of Fury Road, all that's mostly filmed on camera, and then they just, you know, contrast it a little bit, make brighten up colors, but... Yeah, I mean, this looks good, and Anya Taylor-Joy is a great actress already, and I, I like Chris Hemsworth, even though that doesn't look like him. That's Chris Hemsworth. I know, it's so. almost hard to recognize. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not super jazzed about this, because it's not my not my cup of tea, but it, it looks good, and it looks, you know, the, all the ingredients are there for a good movie. There's a dude on a motorcycle on fire, like a ghostwriter. I guess we're going to find out how she gets that fucking dope arm. Uh, Ruggs, what do you think of this and how Anya Taylor-Joy, she filled the role? I think she's going to be fine. Yeah. In the role, I really, I feel like uh, George Miller is is still viable. I mean, Schwarzenegger is a similar age and so is Stallone. Yeah. They're still around doing shit. I mean, Stallone's in movies fucking taking punches and shit. So, um, yeah, he's still got the fucking things to do it. I mean, if you can run the country at 70, whatever, you can probably <laughs> yeah. film a movie. Yeah. So, uh, the ageism is not apply in this situation. I am looking forward to see what he does. If he's if he does indeed stick to the uh, practical effects and able to kind of give us some of those old world thrills like like he did in Fury Road, uh, expanding on the lore, the world building, and getting to see how Furiosa you know came to be. And it seems like a longer story because I think Fury Road was like a couple of days. You know, right, right. I feel like this she takes place over up. a longer span yeah. of time. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. I don't think they've done that before. I think all of the Mad Max movies have been like a day like, or a yeah. week. That's true. But clearly you so. see her like younger and then as like a, a young adult and then with an arm and then with the fucking metal arm. So it might fill in some stuff. It'd be nice to see. They never actually touched upon a lot of that stuff. So. 
Chris Hemsworth appears to be having a ball, uh, even in this trailer, just like having a good time. Bullets raining down on him as he's hanging on shit. Uh, this is coming out May 24th next year. Uh, should be a fun time. Listener, let us know what you think. You can join this conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. Bilotti is the admin. All you got to do is answer. Uh, check one box saying that you're going to be cool. And then you got to stand on one foot and tap your stomach and rub your head. It's real easy, guys. And Bilotti will <laughs> let you in. He will real simple. Open the red, make my job harder. He will open the red velvet rope and you come in. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How many people we got enjoy the vegan now. hot dogs? Yes, come in. Vegan hot dog buffet. We'll have it waiting for you. That sounds good. What'd man, you say, Ruggs? So how many people we got in that group now? Fifteen? Uh, no. It's like no, four hundred like, something. Like four, At least nineteen, right? Uh, it's twenty two, like, I think. It's like four four hundred and change. Yeah, right? yeah it's like four hundred and change. But only yeah. five people seem to comment. Well, on. whatever. Other people are just learning. Nobody speaks English. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's a fun closed group to geek out in. There's why, why is the group full of uh, what seemingly looks like eighteen year old girls with three followers and fifty five numbers attached? Or to like name? Indian bots that are. <laughs> no, we have our Latino section: Rick Martinez, Jose Ibarra, oh, yeah. Jeff, Jess Rivera. We got, yeah. That's our Latin. I call them Latin Heat. They're always like <laughs> posting comments and oh, stuff. I love those guys. They're great. Very engaging. I like our Latin. demographics there. Latins. <laughs> the Latins. They pro- I'm married to a Latina, so yeah, I could say all this that. racist stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love our group members. Join. Click it. Join. All right, let's move on to some more trailers. These- Remember last time Bilotti was on? We had to edit out some of the stuff. <laughs> we we said. did. I, I, it was a hard decision. Oh, and I went after the Indians. Yeah, yeah I remember no, that. You stop it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Was it the Indians? It was, yeah, it was the Indians. Listen, oh, okay. We get a lot of listenership from India. We love you guys. Um, <laughs> I had to make some hard editorial decisions, Bilotti. Don't wow, make me- let's see what ends up getting cut today. <laughs> don't make me work. Uh, let's, we've got a couple more trailers for some TV things. Uh, the Boys season four is coming out sometime next year. They've got a official teaser trailer. Anthony, this is your is. jam. What did you I do? Th- like the boys? What did you think of this? What do we see? We get a lot of interesting uh, things in this trailer. You know, I forgot a lot of the things we see saw because I watched this last week. But it looks like I'm I'm playing it again. Yeah. It looks like we uh, get in some new boys and girls members. Um, it looks like there's a, a war in terms of like a culture war between Homelander and uh, Starlight. Yeah, two sides. And then, uh, the, oh, the one takeaway I had is what's his name? Negan joining. What's that guy? Jeffrey name? Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's great. I don't. I won't say that it's his fault. No. His arrival on um walking dead walking dead yeah. was basically the the death knell to that show so yeah i hope that's yeah. not the case for this yeah. it was that's when they kind of jumped the shark a little there yeah but it, well yeah it wasn't his fault it was just how they treated the arrival of negan also you right. notice black noir is in the fucking one of these shots i thought he fucking died oh maybe there's a new black noir oh uh, oh yeah rugs what about the greatest line in here when she's like who builds your monuments who tongues your taint I was like, that's amazing. I was going to say that. That was the only thing that I took away from that trailer. <laughs> who tugs I was like, someone tate? said Tate. Yes, who tugs your Tate is fantastic. Um, you excited for this? What would you think? I, I like the strategy, the divide and conquer. You know, you have the people fight amongst themselves, and then they're going to need Homelander to come in and fucking stop all the madness. Like, we, like he had to in Gen V. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that scene of the two protests, very eerily uh, replicating real life in a lot of different places. So they always do a well, good, yeah. job, good job of that. We're in the age of counter-protesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you, you, there's always going to be, like, an equal force that's going to rise to your protest. And that's the great thing about this world. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Bilotti, you like, you watch The Boys? You've seen The Boys. We, you know, we started watching it, and then we didn't get past the third episode and just never went back to it. It's a great show. I mean, it was what we saw. It might have been, like, the fifth episode. It is a little dark. It is a little, like, I don't know. Shows like that that just leave that, that. Like that scene where Homelander and, and fake Wonder Woman are on the airplane. Oh, and my God. Let those, yeah, and he just let everyone die. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. That yeah. Stuff like that's hard for me to watch. Yeah, that comes it's like It's so everyone. pessimistic. Yeah. That was you know? fucking. Oh, that, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah, I know. I love that shit. That shit was dark <laughs> no, and I love, brutal. I love pests. Like, yeah. give me Fight Club all day, every day. Like, yeah. I love that. But I don't know, man. It just it just rubbed me the wrong way. It's I, knows, mean, I was in a shit mood that day. Uh, dude, it's not for everyone. I can say that if for, yeah, for if real, that, 100%. if that bothered you, the rest of the episodes don't get any fucking better. Like they, yeah, do I know. that's why I just, like, yeah. I just move well, on to Reacher. The boys does have a a a very nihilistic, dark tone, tinge to it. Nihilistic, yeah, that's yeah. probably the word. I'm not into like the nihilism stuff. Like I need the, some hope. There <laughs> is hope, but it's, it it leans very much the other way. Yeah, that's what I mean. It can't all just be I, when it's I like did, too much of one thing. I'm just like, eh. This is a very, it's a very assholey show. Yeah, yeah. It's like everybody's like an asshole. Yeah. The good guys are an asshole. Yeah. The bad guys are assholes. Everybody's an asshole. Yeah, there's no lines. There's no defined lines. And I feel like that reflects our society the best. Yes, <laughs> that's why. It's but it's very like uh, it's an amazing satire and commentary. Of what's happening? In the real world with these superheroes, they do a brilliant job. So they, we just watched Gen V. They gave us a spinoff of the college, which was so fucking good. Just as good as the boys. And they're not done with spinoffs. They have announced another spinoff. This one is called The Boys Mexico, uh, a Spanish Ooh. language series set in Mexico. It's in the works with the Blue Beater writer Gareth Dunnett Alcazar and Diego Luna and Gael Garcia Bernal. Are going to be producing, which is of course Andor and the Werewolf by Night, dude. But is this like, is this going to be like Narcos Mexico, or they just fight Pablo Escobar? Like, this is <laughs> this is interesting. What do you guys It'll think? Be Narcos Mexico, or they did not fight Pablo. No, Hermanos. What's the guy's name in Narcos Mexico? I forget the the, the fucking drug bad lord guy. Name. Yeah. That's a real guy. Yeah, it wasn't Escobar. It was. Anyways, what do you think? Do you think this is a, is this too much, boys, or are we down for a boys Mexico spinoff? Is it I'm, is it based on a book or anything? Or I, you know it, what? I don't know because Gen V was based on a few episode uh, issues of the boys where there was a college. I don't even know if this has any comic source material. Huh. I don't think it does. It, I don't know, but it it's very interesting that they're doing like a Mexican version of the boys. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is, if, what's the yeah. reason? Like, does it the show do well down there or something? I don't know, but I think it's it's great. Well, I mean, you know, Gen V, when they said they were doing Gen V, I said the thing that destroys good TV shows is when they do too many spin-offs, but Gen V was good. Yeah. So they get carte blanche. They can do whatever they want right now. It's a good point. They did a really good job with the Gen V. Is I wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was very good. Uh, I don't know what it. the reason is for this. It seems like it's uh, unnecessary, but 
if they know that there's a market there for this and they know they're going to tap into it, let's see what happens. Yeah, like are they going to do like uh, the boys hung- Hungary or Bulgaria? Yeah, every like country. Who? Boys India. You know? Romania. Boys boys <laughs> Bombay. Uh, Mexico just seemed kind of like, like uh, sort of out there, you know? Really? It's not that far away, actually. <laughs> it is well, it's not that far <laughs> out away. Out there. It's still connected. <laughs> down there. Yeah, it's down there. We used to be Mexico. It's very close. Come on. Oh, don't bring up those. <laughs> we, we used to be Mexico. Yeah. What are you talking Large about? part of the Southwest of America was fucking Mexico. Oh, that is One true. Oh, you're saying land. like we as in the, the United country. States. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, all right. Let's move on to another trailer. This one for also a season two of a show that I kind of forgot what happened in season one. I loved it. Of course, I'm talking about HBO's House of the Dragon. Uh, and they put out a season two teaser. Uh, and it's got dragons, and it's got people. What were their names? Rhaenerys, Viserys, just names ending in anus. Syphilis, yeah. yeah. You got a ball, yeah. <laughs> uh, does anybody remember? I kind of remember where it ended. You had the two girls yeah, I remember. fighting. What happened? How did it end? They were on the path to peace. Um, Well, they weren't really. They were kind of, but then. Uh, so They're trying, what's yeah. It? One of the sons, Aegon. Oh, right, right is crowned as king yes. but Renera or Renaris yeah is it Renaris I think it's Renaris Renaris is really supposed to be the queen the next ruler and um they're both like recruiting houses and they both send their sons over or relatives over to House Baratheon right um but Aemond is there first gets House Baratheon's uh allegiance because he's going to marry one of them. And he starts fucking with, uh, I forget one of the kids. I think it's Lucerus's dragon. Wow, you, re- you did remember a lot of this in all the names. Very good. Yeah, he starts fucking with them. Yeah. And then the dragons like get tangled up. And then Eamon's dragon eats oh, that's right. uh, Lucerus's dragon and kills Lucerus. And Eamon didn't mean to do that. And now fucking Rhaenerys is really pissed. And it's going to be the start of the war. And the both sides have like dragons, right? Like the dragons yeah, they both got split dragons. up. So you see some fucking cool dragons. I'm when's this? This is also this summer coming back. I'm fu- I did love that season. I'm excited for this. Man, I'm gonna have to watch like one of those reviews. Yeah, we just we'll it's have been to watch so long a recap. Right. I can't remember. It's been a long well, time. I'll tell you what. We all liked House of Dragon. We thought all, we all thought House of Dragon was awesome, and it was a return to form to Game of Thrones. No, I remember that. Yeah, I just yeah. don't remember what the fuck happened. Sarah <laughs> dies. Yeah, no, there was a lot that happened. I, 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 I had to. I literally read the recap of the last episode yeah. after I watched the trailer, so that's how I kind of oh, remember good. it. But yeah, I have to do a, one of those videos too. Good. Uh, Bloody great. Bloody strings great. You watch any of this, Bloody? No, no. You lost ah, me as soon as you oh, brought it shit. up. Come on. I want to talk about a trailer that we didn't talk about. What's that one? I. It's not a movie. It's a video game. It's the new Grand Theft Auto. Oh, shit. This just Dude, came out Dude, it looks today. so fucking crazy. Really? And, and there's a little bit. It's a little too much. There's literally like a lot of ass clapping. <laughs> there's like there's like women on top of, on top of cars, like making it their booty clap. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I guess they really. I haven't Ooh. played GTA yeah. in probably... 14, 15 years at least. No, even longer. Probably 16 years. It looks pretty epic, though. It really looks like a game changer. They haven't put out a game in like th- 10, 13 years or something, right? There's been a big uh, yeah. time between 5 and 6. And I, Is it still in Vice City, I heard? I haven't watched this trailer yet, but it looks fucking... 
the graphics look amazing. Like, yeah, very it, real. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit. I mean, Cyberpunk, uh, when that came out, yeah. it was like, wow, this is pretty cool. But this is like, oh, there's a chick level. on a car twerking. This is yeah, the game. amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. They're doing the ceiling challenge. You know what that is? Yeah. No. What's that? It's when you put a, you take your cell phone, can your cell phone, and then you put it, you tape oh, it to the ceiling. Yeah, tape it to the ceiling. Yeah. So then it has like a downward shot and you can show the world how you clap your ass cheeks together. I see. Oh, yeah. I tried shit. it. It was pretty good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did a good job. Put that on TikTok. It'll go viral. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. One more trailer. This one, Baladi, I know you have some thoughts about because not only have we just gotten a new Japanese Godzilla movie in theaters. Legendary side is putting out a movie next year because they can't put movies out in the same year, right? Isn't that like the deal? Uh, Toho yeah. can't put out a movie the same yeah, year as Legendary. I don't know the full details, okay. but yeah, there's some stipulation I got there. First trailer for Godzilla X Kong, the new empire dropped this week. And holy <laughs> shit, oh, this shit. is a fucking wild ass trailer. Yeah, Godzilla and Kong Wild Bikini Weekend, it looks like. Uh, just dive in, Bilotti. Tell us. Uh, well, I was expecting thoughts. to go this this soon because so <laughs> I was talking about this earlier. A friend of mine's like, so what do you think of the trailer? Yeah. So I quoted a fireman friend who said this really funny line like 20 years ago. And he's like, bro, if you see a hot girl and a bad smell comes into the area, those are ruin the hotness of the girl. <laughs> and that's what this trailer was like. <laughs> so minus one was like this hot girl. I've never seen peace in the Godzilla fandom before until minus one came out. Wow. I shit you not. I've never seen such universal positivity and love for a movie. There was no polarization. There's a few little things. But 99% of the people love the movie. It was so nice to be in the fandom for like a week. <laughs> like three days. And then Until this like, came yeah. out. <laughs> like even like we, you know, we saw it this week. You know, we, I, I'm actually seeing it for a third time tomorrow. I'm taking my brother because nice. he wants to see it. And it's just been nice. Like, it's just like, wow, this is the Godzilla movie I always wanted. People are like, this is like an Oscar contender. I mean, we'll get into all yeah. that shit. And then this trailer drops last night. And holy shit, from like last night up until like five minutes before the podcast, the fandom is on fire again, <laughs> where like now the LGBTQ community is now claiming Pink Godzilla uh, as their own. It's Barb and Zilla. <clears throat> People are attacking the, the concept illustrator. It's wow. crazy. Wow. It's crazy. People are like getting ridiculed. <laughs> so it's the That's bad smell. Like. They could have just waited like one more week to show this. Listen, some of my best Twitter fights w were with people from Shin Godzilla. <laughs> but like, see, the when thing, that movie I know, came I know. out, like it, it was it. So let's talk about this trailer yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because the what's the reason for this? Anthony, what do you think? Uh, well, you saw the trailer. You're a big Godzilla fan. What was your take on it? Did we ever get Bilotti's take on it? I think he did like a whole diatribe about like how the fandom, but we never got his actual. Do you want me My, to go first? I, I think I can should... infer that he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, I think you I know. never said I didn't like it. <laughs> so, all right, look, here's the thing. I hate the MonsterVerse. It's no secret. Yeah, okay, it brings fans in. That's great. It helps my bottom line. That's great. I understand. It's not my Godzilla. It's someone else's. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I, I've moved on to other things. I'm okay in my life. But seeing Godzilla and Kong on screen... 
Like it made me happy. Yeah. I was I love seeing them together. It was like watching Lethal Weapon in monster form. And this movie looks like it ups the ante. So seeing those two fucking monsters running together at the end, I kind of smiled a little bit. I'm gonna like watch it because I'm a sucker for this stuff, but I don't I don't love it. I can like it and watch it. I just don't love it. It's just it's not my Godzilla. And that's okay. It's fine. Every everyone can have like a little piece. It's just not my piece. Anthony, more for you. Your <laughs> Thank turn. You. Thank you. Or you're welcome. Have an extra helping on me. <laughs> um I like the Monsterverse. I don't love the Monsterverse. Uh Godzilla versus Kong. When that came out, I really enjoyed that movie. I had a great time with it. Uh, that movie brought back fans to the theaters. It did really well in a terrible time for movies. Um so it looks like, you know, with this trailer, I watched it. The first time I watched it, I went, wow. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I just watched there. And then I've watched it maybe 15 times yeah. since. And then watched other people's reactions to it. And, um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're doubling, they're tripling down on the wackiness. And I'm cool with it. I, I, I'm, I completely am. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm not saying this is like my favorite variation of Godzilla, but what they're doing is full-on late 60s, early 70s show era ah. Godzilla. Yeah, there's and, there's tons and, of Showa and even Millennium references in this movie. Oh, and, yeah. and, 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 and I mean, this is while this is wacky, this is on par for as wacky as in Godzilla can get. I think there's room for all variations of Godzilla. I think the CGI could be improved, but yeah. at the end of the day, I, I think there was some fun stuff that I saw in that trailer. I know people are harping on the pink Godzilla and the mechanical yeah, arm on Kong and the yeah. weird looking Scar King, but fuck it. I, it's, it's fine. It's fine. And I'll say this, and this is something that uh, wild bill or wild action bill also said, but I completely agree at this point. Legendary is playing with house money because the Godzilla 2014, which is insane that it's in this universe that was pretty serious. Like yeah. that was a very grounded Godzilla. I had a lot of fun with the second half of that movie. I enjoyed the scale of it. The second Godzilla King of the Monsters gave basically was big budget uh, variation of all the monsters I grew up loving: Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah. So I got that. Then the third one was like bonkers Godzilla versus Kong. So at this point, they're just playing with house money. They could do whatever the fuck they want. I don't really care. I'm down for it. It's cool with me. So, yeah, I like the trailer. But it's, to, it's, like, start a fight over it like these people were yeah, doing. That's like, like, I understand the, the pink thing, but it's like... Okay, can looked, I ask why he's yeah. pink? He... he um, well, I don't want to say because I kind of know something, but he basically... <laughs> <laughs> he basically ev evolves... I just, I know how she he evolves. evolves. Oh, yeah. she evolves. No, they yes. evolved. Yeah. Yes. They evolved. Insensitive yeah. son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Godzilla evolves, and now he's pink. But like Godzilla had like the pink thing going in the Millennium films, okay. and he comes out of the iceberg like in King Kong vs Godzilla, and he's running like in Final Wars, and dude, you know, him and Kong are running like fucking Apollo and Rocky at the end of that fucking movie. It's I, I couldn't help but smile after a while watching them two run. <laughs> I, you know what? This is like, for me, I'm a little more outside the Godzilla fandom look. I like, I like that Legendary is giving us this and Toho is giving us the other thing. Uh, it's a character, of course, that can be translated so many ways. Uh, Kong has the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. There's a baby Kong. Uh, there's people in Hollow Earth. 
My only, uh, the thing I did not like is that fucking Bernie podcaster character is back. He's the worst. Why? And you notice how, like, every movie, one more person drops out. Like, Millie Bobby Brown's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. No Kyle Chandler. We're left with Brian Tyree Jones. Uh, but there's lots of Kongs and Scar looks fucking crazy. Like, this was crazy. Like, this is junk food, and I'm here for it. I will absolutely yeah. enjoy this. It's like a Michael Bay. I think you said it in the chat. It's like a Michael Bay Transformers where it's lost all verisimilitude that like the first one may have had. But fuck it. It's like a crazy cartoon now. And it looks uh, it's Transformers, but you can actually tell what they are. Yeah, you can tell what the fuck they are. <laughs> all right. Go for it, Rugs. All right. There's a lot to unpack here. So let me try and get through it here. Um, let's just start off by saying this is the best time possible if you're a godzilla fan yes absolutely so there is a tv show on apple there's a a japanese movie that just came out that is like high level filmmaking there are already about the monster versus in full swing there's animation out there's a comic book where he's fighting the fucking justice league right now oh Uh, yeah there's There's the 70th anniversary fan films that come out that show various different Godzillas, including the Final Wars Godzilla fighting fucking Jet Jaguar. All right. We have so much great stuff. If you're a Godzilla fan, you're oversaturated with stuff. So, yes, there's all kinds of Godzilla stuff. And Godzilla uh, spans many kinds of uh, genres and levels of seriousness and fun and blah, blah, blah. If it's wrestling in rubber suits, whatever you want to call it. The only thing that I was kind of crestfallen about when I watched the trailer is that I felt like there was a visual drop mm. in in quality of, like, the CGI. And uh, 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 it seems to be like, remember when Pacific Rim and then Pacific Rim Uprising came out? Yeah. And there was that noticeable drop in, like, the reality of how these things move and and the, uh, the amount of like, I don't know, impact that it had on screen. And uh, even though Pacific Rim Uprising was filmed like and shot or whatever, the graphics are all in the middle of the beginning uh, of the day and bright lights and everything. And the other Pacific Rim had a smaller budget and did everything in the dark. It still had more power. It still was, seemed more grandiose and, and better. And this kind of gave me the same feeling, like it drops in quality. Uh, as far as the pink Godzilla stuff is, is I don't really care that the color is pink. Uh, I know it's a nod to Millennium, and that I just don't, number one, I don't think it looks good. Mm. I, I don't think it looks good. I think it looks like uh, on the back scales, it's fine, but when it goes up on his face, it looks like they actually just like like Photoshop painted it in. It doesn't mm. look like it belongs there. It feels very much like an afterthought. It doesn't feel like it's designed that way properly. Um, so I feel like as a design in a design way of, of judging it, I feel you don't like the way it looks. I also don't like the fact that, uh, in the millennium, he had a green, like this dark green that offset the purple Uh, or the pink. uh And that makes it better. It's Uh like a, it's a color contrast. And here it's like a light gray. Yeah. He's just great. And and it just, it doesn't really add any pizzazz to it. So I feel like that doesn't look right. Besides that, the running and all that stuff, that's, that's all like, okay, you've already dropped the quality down. Now, like the movements, they obviously wanted to uh, make Godzilla more of a brawler in this. So longer arms, yeah. you know, more punching, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You have that to look forward to. I'm cool with that. Um, but um, 
The thing that I also hate is this discourse now that we have because they colored Godzilla pink. And like, I don't want, I never wanted that to be a conversation in the gods. Like, I want to, let's talk about like him being silly and running weird, whatever. That, that's all up for, but now we have to talk about this too. Like, it's a Godzilla movie. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Yeah. So the fact that they did that, knowing that it was going to stoke these kinds of conversations and they knew, they knew that they were doing it. How could you not know if you're going to color Godzilla pink that it wasn't going to have some kind of effect? There's going to be people who are insecure and that need to t- comment on it, blah, blah, blah. Well, so now we're dealing with this stupid conversation. This is a Godzilla so, that is on its way to see the Barbie movie. That's all. Yeah, no, look, we're saying pink, but it's magenta, really, which is just a fancy word for pink. Uh, yeah, that's just it's still pink. It's, <laughs> it's magenta. OK, as far as the effects, it's possible. It's a trailer. They may not be done. But do you think that's also maybe because like there's a lot more. There's like these wolf characters and a lot more monsters and all yeah, these probably yeah, more too CG. Much. A lot going on in this fucking trailer. And nah, but th- not too much. Somebody just can somebody explain to me where the light comes from in Hollow Earth? Where if there's ground above you and below you, and it's what? Where's this? Where's the light? Come from? The Earth's core. No, that doesn't make any sense. Is the sun? No, but that's on the inside. This is all inverted. Yeah, that's the Earth. Co- no. It's the Earth, the Earth core. core. That acts, and there's people acts down as there. Their the whole civilization down there. People. Yeah, it's very Godzilla versus Megalon. Yeah. Like they should be roasting. Yeah, <laughs> everything should be, should be on fire. Hot. Everything like, should be out. Just there should be nothing. Look, I, I have a question. So, two comments, real quick. One comment, one question. I do think we have. I mean, we are we are so far from 2014 in terms of the scale. Like and now that they're in Hollow Earth, it it really does. Like you don't even know. So, there are, there's a ton of shots where it doesn't even look like they're they're giants anymore, yeah, right? Yeah. It look like they're just. Yeah regular animals moving around like the size of humans so that is lost and and that's already gone that's that's been gone for a bit now uh the one question i have is i wonder like what is so badass about scar king that like you need godzilla to help looks like carl reiner yeah he's bald he looks like me in the future that's what i don't want to ruin it for you but there's another mystery kaiju in here that's the real big don't don't spoil it oh i kind of felt that there was another monster also and that's it's it's out there everyone knows what it looks like there's a silhouette in one of the movies i can't remember which one and the name is out there there's some artists on instagram the dude is like he has been like so i saw all these designs like months ago i will not reveal my sources but you know they were like working models for toy companies because you know they got to get the toys out months in advance yeah and this artist i swear to god i don't know how this guy's not getting shut down but he keeps sharing his quote-unquote fan art yeah but it's of the new titans but they look a little too exactly like the renderings from the studios wow and so i saw this and i'm like this dude's gonna get shut down like and i can't remember what his name is and i'm not even gonna repeat it but it's out there. Send like if, it to me. I will send <laughs> no. it to you. Because I literally, like, after I saw the artwork in August, I, I went on Instagram and saw this. And I'm like, why? How is this guy, no, like, how is he not getting shut down by Legendary? It's crazy. But to see the other monster, it's out there. If you look, it's it's not hard to find. Well, that would make sense because I don't. I didn't think that Scar King alone would be a, a big enough foe. Somebody's no. eating the Kongs, clearly, attacking all these Kongs and eating them. He's feeding it to them. Oh, he's or maybe yeah, oh, that's probably what it is. Feeding it as a as an offering. I'm guessing, so I don't have any inside knowledge. I'm just guessing. And that and that, that little uh, baby Kong, he's cute. That's not like Kong's baby. He, Kong's not the baby daddy, but 
Maybe well, he looks like Scar King yeah. of Scar King's ilk. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a orangutan. I, I read I read a uh, fan theory that Scar King is like Genghis Khan, and oh. he like took he killed all the guys, and he just fucks all the women Kongs, and the, the, oh. all the spawn are his. And that's one of the kids. Oh, uh-huh. Interesting. Well, at some point, Kong's arm gets severely injured, and he's got to fucking somebody's got to make this thing. I don't know who makes it, but that glove. The power glove looks the amazing. Power glove. The infinity yeah. gauntlet. The infinity, he's got an infinity gauntlet. What this movie needs to do is just do the best they can to like just minimize the humans, get the humans from help have the humans take us from point A to point B, but and just if this has fantastic kaiju action, that's all I'm gonna need. That's all. That's all this needs to be. How come no one has brought up Rebecca Hall's new haircut? Rebecca Hall is playing a character <laughs> named Eileen Andrews. Dan doesn't even. She doesn't even need to be in the. I don't even need to know her name. Dan Stevens is also featured in this. He's a great fucking yeah, actor. Who? I don't care. He's great. Ooh, and then, don't care. <laughs> but like, why bring the podcaster back? He was the most annoying fucking character in that last movie. I know. He was probably cheaper than Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, oh yeah, she's way too much, and she's like, I'm a fucking. With I'm this cool shit. with it. Yeah. Spend it all on the CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Make more monsters. Yeah. Well, it's, all right. Come on, Adam Wingard. Jump every shark. <laughs> Out of Wingard directing again. Line up 20 sharks in a row and jump all of them. I'm there. I'm, I'm there for it. If it this is like uh, Godzilla Fast and Furious. It's okay, great. I have a question, though. Is this the last one? Oh, I don't that's think a good so. Question. It depends. I'm not so. using Toho monsters that I know of uh, other than Godzilla. No, <laughs> I I think they were struggling after King of the Monsters. It's, it's like I was saying last night that they thought they hit you know, Edwards flamed out, you know, he didn't want to continue and whatever, you know, they realized Well, they that. originally wanted Edwards to do a trilogy, but then once they had realized they could bring Kong, they're like, oh, no, no, they don't. Well, yeah. Do and, and then they brought in Dougherty, Michael Dougherty, and yeah. he brought all the Toho stuff. Yeah. And I, with that movie failed spectacularly, yeah. which shocked me that they made Godzilla vs. Kong. But I think they realized like they already had started making it. I yeah, think. They were yeah, they were like they Justice League that shit. But so, they pivoted uh, clearly, which was legendary, you know. But they gave but us call Kong Skull Island in the meantime, also. So that was yeah, a I, good way. I think the success of that movie yeah. gave them some confidence to con- continue with Godzilla vs. Kong. So Wingard comes in and they're like, "Yeah, do whatever you want, Team Adam." Up. And he just like made this fucking like threes company like TV show of a movie <laughs> yeah. and it hit and it did well. And they're like, okay, well, this is the template going forward. So yeah. we're not going to use the Toho monsters. We're going to use lean in on the Titans, but just have Godzilla and just go forward. I, I feel like they'll continue this for as long as they can, honestly, with this well, template. You know, I also think like the, the main villain in Godzilla versus Kong that they teamed up against was still a Godzilla villain. So I think, Oh, it, kind of makes sense to be like okay let's lean towards a villain when the kong side this time yeah and and going there's like they open up a whole world of possibilities of middle like hot was middle earth Hollow no, Earth. not middle Hollow earth. earth middle that's earth is the other, other thing. lord of the ring um Hollow earth right yeah, it's Hollow like earth. like who made this temple and like what like there's so many ants like so many questions yeah. you had and it yeah. seems like thankfully this sort of delves into it uh four movies later for some reason and uh, I feel like they're going to answer a lot of questions and and sort of lean into like because people are like oh Godzilla's not going to get enough screen time. It's like you don't know that. Like how do you know that? Yeah, you know. I think rugs. If this does well, we'll see more. If it doesn't, then they pivot again. We'll pivot to something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I happy that well. we got this many. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you can apparently it, it's very apparent that they're trying to. Just squeeze the last bit of juice out of Godzilla's titties. <laughs> you know, they're just milking it for all it's worth, 
trying to get as many toys designs as they can out there. Uh, hey, we don't. We already have a red Godzilla. We need a a pink one now. Yeah, for the girls. Yeah. So yeah, a black pink one. Black yeah, pink. So, yes. Put it the, yeah. Have it sponsored. Yeah, we'll cross promote yes, with the Korean, with the Korean uh, pop, pop band. Black pink <laughs> we'll Godzilla. That would be that's an amazing marketing move. You can thank us later, legendary. Uh, no. I, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, if look, after after about ten watches, I went <laughs> fuck it. I like it. Fun. Like if this is like a summer popcorn blockbuster action flick, I was fucking perfect. It's the kind of shit I want to see. Uh, and eat some popcorn. Okay, all right. Let's take a break here. We're gonna play some promos and talk about the other Godzilla, perhaps a much better Godzilla. Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun, check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, this is Matt. And Jesse. We host American Slacker Podcast, your weekly rundown for weird news, entertainment suggestions, and unique games. Every other week, we bring on guests from all walks of life, like comedian Mark Forward of Letterkenny. Yeah, we just call it tuna up here. We, we, we're pretty clear that it's a fish. And NYC stand-up powerhouse Ian Fidance. I want to fucking punch you in the fucking face with positivity and fun, motherfucker. Actor Brandon Crane of Stephen King's It. There's a lot of the work that I did, like Wonder Years to It, they were all very, you know, period, 50s, 60s, and, you know, chunks were all the rage. And Arthur Clown from Terrifier, David Howard Thornton. They also had to make a mold of my face while I was there, so that was kind of claustrophobic in itself. Musician Dan Simons of Just Surrender. First time ever going on a tour, you remember every stop. And Nick Thompson of Hit the Lights. All, all the stuff that I think that people go through through life, and it's just, like, my outlet for that. Watch the video version of American Slacker on our YouTube channel and listen to our show on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit our website, aspodcast.com for everything American Slacker. That's it. There you go. Listener, if you enjoy the show, this is a great time to give back to join our Patreon fan club community. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And you can support us on a monthly or annual basis and get stuff like access to an exclusive podcast feed where the shows come out early. There's bonus content, instant reactions. We put them all up for the movie we're about to review. We're up. There's an extra bonus movie review up there right now, a Patreon pick. Uh, You could join us on our monthly Discord hangouts. Also, December's Discord hangout is thursday december 14th that'll be next week i think it's coming up uh and a lot of bunch of other fun stuff and you'll be giving back and we appreciate everyone's continued support it keeps the show going jockandnerd.com slash patreon for all the details okay let's get to some more godzilla we are going to be reviewing godzilla minus one here are your spoiler alerts Okay, look, here's the thing. I'm actually (laughs) really excited just to hear you guys discuss this fucking movie. So let me just set it up. I'm going to try to shut the fuck up for a little bit. Thank Uh, God. This is uh, Godzilla (laughs) negative integer minus one uh, from Toho. 
Japanese Godzilla. It is a 37th film in the Godzilla franchise and Toho's 33rd Godzilla movie. Uh, what is this current era of uh, these films called? Reiwa. Reiwa. Okay, so it's the fifth film. Raydon Chong era. It's the fifth film in the Raydon Chong era. And of course, Godzilla first appearing in 1954. So we are approaching, celebrating right now the 70th anniversary of Godzilla, which is wild. Um, younger than George Miller. Yeah. yeah, younger than George Miller and Dolly Parton. And my dad. Oh, wow. Godzilla's an old man. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, Godzilla Minus One right now holding a 96% fresh rating out of 85 reviews. 8.3 out of 10 is the average rating. 98% audience rating. This is the highest rating for any Godzilla movie. The budget of this movie is just a, a crazy number. $15 million. This thing just, just Holy 15 shit. million. One five. Damn. Not five oh. Not 200 million. 15 million. And it was released in 2,308 theaters in the U.S., which is almost like half of the theaters, which is also wild. It opens to a domestic box office of $11 million. Currently, worldwide, it's sitting at $34 million. Now, that's not a lot, but they've already doubled their movie. This becomes the largest opening for a foreign film this year and the biggest domestic opening for a Japanese live-action film ever. Pretty crazy. The creative mind behind this, directed, written, and visual effects supervised by Takashi Yamazaki. Baladi, what do you know about this guy? What do we know about him? He is the fourth highest grossing director Ooh. in Japanese history. Ooh. He is basically the Spielberg slash Cameron oh. of Japanese film directors. He directed very, uh, he actually designed the Godzilla for the Godzilla, the ride, the, the 3d virtual reality experience. Whoa. And this Godzilla is based on that design. Mm. And he also did the first CGI Godzilla in his movie. Oh God, I'm gonna forget the name. Always sunset. Always sunset. Always sunny in Philadelphia Part or something. Two yeah. or something, right? Always yeah. sunset on thirty four Miracle on thirty fourth <laughs> Street. Anyway, yeah, he had this scene where they flash back to like the Showa era of Japan and there's a CGI Godzilla attacking and people are like, Whoa, that looks cool and huh. and it looked amazing. And um yeah, and this guy also directed a movie about a kamikaze pilot called oh. I forgot the name. Interesting. That had a lot of yeah. I I didn't see the movie, so I can't make a judgment call because it's a very very hot topic, which we'll get into at yeah. minus one. Um, but there was talk of him glorifying kamikaze oh, pilots, but then he sort of defended it and said, "No, it's an anti-war film." Yeah. And so there was some worry that this was going to be like a very nationalistic yeah. Godzilla movie again, especially like right from the get-go, the guy's a kamikaze pilot. Yeah. So that's about all I know about okay. the director. I know he's a huge Godzilla fan and I know he's got ideas for sequels and he wants to keep going, but he didn't want to make this movie until the visual effects were what he wanted to be. Sure. Like kind of like Cameron, like Cameron didn't want to make Avatar right. until like te the technology yeah. was where he wanted it to yeah. be. So when he saw Shin Godzilla, he's like, oh, okay. He's like, we're, we're almost there. And that's, and apparently they approached him several times. And I think, don't, I could be wrong. It's a speculation, but I feel like they approached him before they went to Ano 
I don't. I can't oh, confirm that though. Before shit. Okay. Yeah, because he started working on this movie in 2020. He said that's when he started writing it. Well, I mean, that's the closest uh, comparison. Like I, the fact that he wrote, directed, and did the visual effects. Like that's James fucking Cameron right there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, because he started as a, uh, an effects guy. Yeah, that that's so great because you have control over your vision from top to bottom. Right. Uh, Anthony, let's start with yes. you. This movie's PG thirteen, <clears throat> two hours four minutes, subtitled. What yes. happens in Godzilla minus one? Godzilla minus one takes place towards the end of World War Two in Japan, where we have a kamikaze pilot who cannot kamikaze, and because of that, he ends up on an island and encounters a monster that further traumatizes him um, or adds more trauma to his already um, disappointment in himself. And this man has to come back to Japan, deal with the disappointment of not fulfilling his mission, deal with the, the loss of a family, the loss of a city, the loss of everything. And then also has to deal with the fact that the stuff of nightmares that he witnessed towards the end of the war has come back even stronger. And just uh, you guys dive in. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Give us your start. Who wants to start? Overall thoughts. Why don't you call on someone? Yeah, come on. Uh, Come on, host. Anthony, I want to start with you then. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, I saw this Wednesday night for a Godzilla fan event screening. I'd say the theater was probably half full. Uh, But with Godzilla fans there, I mean, literally when the Toho logo came on the screen, people were clapping. Wow which I've never seen before. Never been in a theater for that. Um, God. I mean, dare I say, you know, I haven't seen every movie this year, but one of the best movies I've ever seen this year. Wow. I've ever seen maybe ever. Like (laughs) one of like one of the great movies I've seen. Uh, Definitely one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, Yeah. I mean, they just fucking nailed it. I was riveted. I was, you know, sitting up during certain scenes I think the there's you know so much to dive into, but the 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 big thing for this is this is the literally probably the first Godzilla movie. And granted, I seen a lot of the movies when I was a kid, so I didn't give a fuck. But this is the first Godzilla movie where Godzilla wasn't on screen, and I was just as into the story as if he was on the screen. Wow! Like I I gave a fuck about the characters. Yeah. I gave a fuck about like Godzilla potentially killing some of these characters. I cared about this guy's story i thought it was an awesome story thought it was very well written it was just i've never seen any i've never seen a godzilla film that good well apparently it's so long time it's so good breaking news that they are extending its theatrical run through december 13th oh nice just broke nice nice yeah because it's supposed to run until the 7th yeah so it's uh, the highest grossing japanese movie ever released in the united states wow yeah yeah Yeah. that's great i mean we can dive into like specifics but man i mean i i have a i have that might i was i literally walked out of the theater i was like i don't know if i've seen a better godzilla film (laughs) Wow! It, like they're they're it, it potentially is up there with the first one. Bilotti, give us your theater experience, overall thoughts. Why did it take them so long to actually put riveting characters in a Godzilla movie? I think it was fear, and I think lack of trust in their filmmakers. I mean, I don't know. It's um, you know, Toho is um, they're a very peculiar peculiar company, but either they exert 
stifling control over their property or they just like do like a final wars and be like, here's a billion dollars, make the movie you want. And they kind of just pray to God that it does well. I mean, that's what it looks like. Um, my theater experience was great. I saw it at on November 20th for a very special press screening at Japan Society in Manhattan. Ooh. And yeah, thank you again, Peter. You are an amazing human being. And uh, so I went with a, a gaggle of us. Uh, Dope Hope joined us. And uh, we had a great time. But I do this thing with highly anticipated movies. And I did it with the first Avengers movie where the whole time I'm just so excited that I don't pay attention. <laughs> so when the movie was over, <laughs> You're like, what my, my friend Chris turns around and like he's a little glassy eyed. My friend Raymond's sitting next to me. He I see him wiping away tears. And uh, – I was like, oh, you guys like that, huh? I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, and I, I had, it was weird. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't embrace it. And the whole time, like, every time Godzilla was on screen, I was laughing and smiling because he was such a dick. And this is like the Godzilla I've always wanted to see. But I had no strong opinion and I was worried. I'm like, oh, fuck, is this another Shin Godzilla? Am I going to be like 50 50 on it like I am with that movie? So then my friend Chris had, like IMAX tickets to go see it in Manhattan. And I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, but it was nine days after we saw the uh, press screening. So we saw it in IMAX and I fucking love the movie. Like just, I walked out of there like, this is a masterpiece. This is, and I don't say that about, you know, like Fury Road, hundred percent a masterpiece, Die Hard, T2, masterpieces, good fellas. This is up there with them. Wow. And I didn't have that reaction the first time because like I said, I was too excited and I felt like the second viewing, the human stuff moved at a brisker pace. It got to the Godzilla stuff quicker. Uh, it just, I, I paid attention to so much more of the symbolism of what Godzilla is and why it is. And it answered some of my initial questions about the movie. And um, it was great, man. People were clapping and they were, you know, they didn't give it a standing ovation, but there was a lot of, I had a lot of yelling in the theater, like good yelling. Like yeah. when the movie was over, and uh, we had a great time, man. We had a great time in both screenings. And uh, seeing him for a third time tomorrow, taking my brother, because, you know, he liked Shin Godzilla because of the allegory aspects of it. So I've been sort of building this up for him, and he really wants to see it because he does like Godzilla movies. And I keep telling him, like, no, Bob, it's it's a real movie. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Godzilla movie. Yeah. I mean, it's basically Jaws with Godzilla. Yeah. And you you don't leave the movie saying like, Oh, well, oh, it was Godzilla. No, you felt like you just ate a full meal, like a good, healthy meal. I just haven't had that with Godzilla since GMK maybe where I was like, even in that movie to me is like an eight out of 10 and mostly because of the ending. But this movie, it's it just, like I said, it's just surreal that I have the Godzilla I've been wanting wow. and screaming about that. It's like, how do you fuck up a Superman movie? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's not hard. And they, this director cracked the code. Like he not only jumped into the bikini atoll nuclear test, you know, uh, origin story, but he made it relevant. Like he modernized it, even though it's a period piece. And like he brought back Godzilla's proper origin for a modern audience. And uh, I don't even like go off on a tangent here, but they could literally spawn an entire new series from this going forward. And I hope they do because they definitely laid 
groundwork for it, certainly by the end, to continue this as a new Godzilla series. So that was my long-winded initial reaction All to right. the movie. Uh, Rugs, your turn. Theater experience, opening. opening uh, I actually went, I, I was there for Bilotti's second round. Okay. Uh, I uh, was there, and I was happy to be there. At this IMAX theater, great sound system, beautiful picture, a huge screen. And um, I knew about 20 minutes in that this was a different type of Godzilla movie. I knew I was like, oh, this is this is a a filmmaker who knows what he's doing. Uh, And um, let me just go off on a little quick tangent. I'll be right back. Um, Creating any kind of character that stands a 70 year test of time. It's an impossibility. It's unfathomable to do something that connects with some group, a fandom for this long. And the hubris that all these directors and all these corporate people at Toho that are so up their own ass, they don't recognize what they have there. But this director did and just went by the playbook. Godzilla is a sea monster. Uh, he hangs out at Otto Island and boom, like he, he got up and then he got affected by the nuclear blast and became large and is, is now the penance that, the, from that nuclear, uh, advent, you know, and it's that simple. And then you incorporate the, the anti-war stuff or the commentary on society and, and there you got it. It's, it was in the original movie. It's all right there, right in front of you. Um, it didn't have the oxygen destroyer, which I would have liked, but, and I would like maybe an extra scene of destruction, maybe a little bit more of the mystical shit, supernatural, so Odo Island stuff. But notwithstanding, even though it has things missing that I would want in the movie, it still does its job very well. It entertains you. It doesn't insult your intelligence at all. It thrills you. It gives you. I mean, for fifteen million dollars, what's up on screen? Yeah, it it, it is a a triumph. Yeah. of uh, of I don't know of just spending the money correctly or working people to the bone and enslaving them. I don't know what they do in Japan, <laughs> but whatever they did for fifteen million, they got it up on screen. And like Hollywood, should stand up and take note and go, "All right, this is what fifteen million dollars can get you." Hollywood should be embarrassed. Um, and, it really uh, should actually, yeah. <laughs> and it is traditional filmmaking. This is going back to like filmmaking in the eighties. This is filmmaking in the seventies, where like story was paramount, and uh, you had to have something to to pull you along in the story, not just as a plot device, but as a, an emotional device. And uh, everything just hit. And um, this is the best. I think this is as good as the first one. And for its time, I think it's, you know, it it's the best Godzilla movie. Now, like the first one was the best because of its of its time and then I feel like this is the best that we have now. Uh because it 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 stands on the shoulders of the first one. Um so I thought it was an incredible movie. I was very happy with it. Uh and the way it ends, it's open for further movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like completely over. And um, 
Yeah, just as a film. Just as a film, it does its job. Like even uh, I think uh, J- John Campia said this. Even the worst shot of Godzilla is still a poster. Yeah. Like yeah. every shot that he's in is so well thought out and blocked out so well yeah. that um, there there's one goofy shot in the whole entire thing. There's one goofy shot where Godzilla looks really goofy. Which one? Uh, this where they try to make him walk to the train. I think. Oh, he's like kind of have a, like a very methodical lumbering walk. That, that's just, the only scene where he looks like Shin walking. Yeah, lower. yeah, he's where, so yeah, big, where he looks like yeah. where he looks like you could tell it's CG. But when he's in the water, he's fucking. Fluid. Oh, in the water, it looks like no, a guy in a suit. Yeah, no, the water is. I, that's where they they excel at every level. Yeah. The water was great. Uh, some people didn't like the eyes. I I I like the eyes. I, I think like the it. eyes gave, made him terrifying. Yeah. Um, I I liked everything about this. I I I would like if I were if I were in charge, I would put some fangs and ears on that thing just to just to like finalize it and make it a hundred percent canon. Yeah. But uh, this design is so close, and it in every way exudes Godzilla that you can't deny that it's it, it embodies everything that you ever wanted to see in a Godzilla film. So uh, yeah, I could be a stickler and fucking pick it apart and things that I want. But at the end of the day, it still does not take away from the fact that you could show this to a person who doesn't like Godzilla and they would st- still probably like this movie. Absolutely. So yeah. I, you could show this movie to like your mom. Yeah, no, that's why. Let me I'll add real quick my theater experience. And it was I saw it the Thursday before it opens on Friday. And there was maybe there was like 30 people in this little theater. And it was like a lot of people, I thought, for, you know, a Japanese subtitled movie. And I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It is super accessible. It is you don't have to be in the Godzilla lore to get this. The brilliance of just the story of the point of view character, like that story alone, a kamikaze pilot who can't follow orders, does not want to be sent to his death, comes back. He's blamed for not killing himself. And he has survivor's guilt, PTSD. That story alone is fucking fascinating. He could have killed Godzilla. He, he was right there. So he's got double guilt. He, he couldn't pull the trigger. And then to add Godzilla and put his origin in that amazing, huge, like all the side characters were great. The main character, Akiko and Noriko and that whole thing. And I was so happy that she was still fucking alive at the end. Uh, and to put God, And every time Godzilla shows up, it's used to full effect. He is terrifying. He is on un- every time we- I was like, how the fuck are you stopping this fucking thing? There's no stopping him. He's unstoppable. He inspires awe. Uh, it was fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, I just got so invested in these characters. In the beginning, I was rooting for Godzilla. I wanted him to fuck all that. Fuck all those boats up. This is fucking fantastic. But then you see what happens uh, with the shockwave and the main character and Rico and you kind of get on his side. And by the end, I'm like with the- with the human characters. Uh, so it had me going both ways and it's and like the sets were amazing. The periodness of amazing. It's emotional. It's bleak. It's dark. And the fact that they, you know, they, they get demolished by the blast and they got to rebuild. And then that scene with his atomic breath where he just destroys fucking Tokyo in the distance. And then the ensuing, uh, shockwave back. I was out loud. I was like, holy shit out loud in the theater. It was amazing. That's like my favorite scene, I think, in the whole movie. Uh, it's yeah, just no. it's it's crazy because this is what I thought fourteen was going to be, and a lot of people have been saying that. And 
you know, growing up, right? Like how many times did we say to each other, like, I'd love to see the Heisei era with modern computer graphics, you know, modern effects work. And for years, like all we had was 14 and then King of the Monsters and Shin and the anime. And you're like, I'm never going to get what I want, you know? And I get it. Like, all right, you're never going to get what you want sometimes, you know? And all I wanted was to see, like, the dark origins of Godzilla. Like, what is he? You know? And I felt like they were getting so far away from his nuclear origins. Even in Japan, they were, they were with the Millennium stuff, they were getting away from that. And, you know, it's understandable from their perspective. But, you know, he was just a nuisance at that point. It wasn't like he wasn't a, this spirit of vengeance, basically. Yeah, what- And I was... Uh, what? No, I was gonna say, what are some of the things this Godzilla is a metaphor? What, what does he represent in this? Oh, world? that's easy. I mean, he watching it. Well, let me just finish my thought first. Um, because it, I was, I was like in despair, like these characters. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm never gonna get the Godzilla I want to see. And like Rugboy said, like the fucking template was there. It's the Superman template. Like you, how do you fuck up? something like chocolate, you know, <laughs> it's not hard. Like, seriously, how do you fuck up chocolate, yeah. sugar and cocoa? It's yeah. not that hard. And they kept fucking it up. And it's like, okay, we got the legendary stuff. All right. I guess it's Godzilla and it's fully realized and it looks beautiful. And for them to pull this off the way they did. And it looks like the Heisei Godzilla and to give you a story with human characters you care about and amazing music and, 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 and yeah. like, holy shit. I can't believe this. And what was the other question you just asked? Oh, the metaphor. Watching the movie the first time, um, to sort of piggyback on Rug Boy, how, you know, I kind of wished it was a little bit more Odo Island, but they kind of just condensed it all to one line from the soldier saying the Odo Island natives call it Godzilla. That's in the first movie, right? The first movie, they go pretty deep with the, with the natives. Oh, okay. They do like the whole, like it's a whole like 20 minute sequence okay. with the natives. And I kind of get, and basically the lead, one of the lead characters is like an adopted Islander from Odo Island, who's like one of the main characters. And then they brought him back in Destroyer. Um, so I got to understand why he didn't want to do that because then he's just doing a shot for shot remake. So he, I could see artistically why he just condensed it all to that one scene. Um, and then it's like, well, is, is this the first time Godzilla is coming on land? Like, and what he does is he goes right after the soldiers. If you notice, he doesn't eat them. He just tosses them. Oh, that's them. the like, best part. I thought he, he just throws yeah, them. Chomps into on them like, and flips them. <laughs> into, into the nothing. He yeah, throws them into yes. like a void. That's great. So you're watching. It's like, okay, this is an angry Godzilla. He is hunting people. Yeah. Like terrifying. Like he's like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. He's hunting them. And then he's like, you know, hanging out in the ocean. And they set off this nuclear weapon. And you see it affect him. Yeah. And he comes ashore and he's just destroying ships. He's just destroying everything that's military related. And he gets to shore and he, you know, there was speculation that they drop a nuke on him because of that scene in the movie. But when he fires his blast and it turns into a cloud, like a mushroom cloud, at first I was like, oh, okay, that's like, you know, it's like kind of like Shin, but. Like he is the nuclear weapon. Yes. And then when he roars at it, it just, it was so clear to me that he's roaring 
in defiance. He's roaring in vengeance. He's basically saying like, you fucking created me. You made me this mutant monster when I was just, all I would do was just go fish, like eat fish. The thing. Just, he was yeah, just he was chilling. A, he was just a territorial, quite a creature. Yeah. When he when he comes ashore, he doesn't have the fire breath. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's smaller, right? In the beginning, so this is, he's smaller. This, yeah, yeah, yeah smaller. so he, he, yeah, so he's, this all happens as an, yeah, as a reaction to the nuclear stuff. So um, another thing that I like to point out is that when he does use his, it hurts him. Oh, yeah. Which is like great. it affects him. He, he he gets more and more burnt up. His face. Oh yeah. It's like it's like yeah. Like it's like not pleasant for him to do it. And so uh, that's kind of like and, and and I think that they noticed that and that plays into how it ends. Well, the regeneration they know, bit. Was well, they, they noticed also when the bomb is yeah. in his mouth it, that it actually hurt him uh, when they were doing the mines and then like it like fucked up his mouth and then it regenerated. It yeah, they, that was they, a great scene. They they the look they on their put, face. They they drop that crumb in there for later on. Like that's great writing, yeah. right? Like they yeah. they drop in little things earlier on that then pay off at the end with you know whether it be the, the guy not taking the shot or the bomb in the mouth or things like that well, that he, they've noticed. Yeah, and he gets a chance to kamikaze sort of, but doesn't right to kind of redeem and, himself. Oh, that part! Oh my god! So Tachibana was my favorite character oh, in the yeah. movie. Yeah, he just like he was like like he reminded me of like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. He just like at first you just don't know what to think, and when he comes back and the way he gets him to come back yeah. was hilarious. Oh yeah. Blaming him yeah. and all that stuff yeah. in those letters. Yeah. Um, but the scene that got me, like if I was. If I teared up at any moment, it's when he and I and I would like to preface that the movie was very predictable. Like I called everything that was going to happen, but it did not diminish the viewing pleasure yeah. at all. Yeah. Um. But there's that scene where he's going over the plane with them, and he's like, "There's one more thing I got to show you," and it pulls away, and I went, "Oh, it's probably an injector." You know, right. like I knew everyone. Was everyone say, uh, that, that was very predictable. yeah. Yeah, it was very telegraphed. But, but well, let me just finish yeah. that real quick. The reason why that works though is because. Within the story that they've crafted here, that's actually the payoff you want. Yeah. You don't want him because of the fact that they did the work to make this family, yeah, this like makeshift family. Yeah, you want you his story doesn't. It's actually disappointing for his story to end as a kamikaze guy yeah. doing the kamikaze right, thing yeah. because he actually has more to live for with this with the daughter that he's going to leave behind. It would be. It'd actually be a selfish decision for that pilot to do the kamikaze thing. And and he has all yes. that, ironically, because of the war and the devastation, right? And it's it's not bad to expect something right. if yeah. they do it right. Yeah. Like right. if you're expecting it and you're like, oh, I know, I know it's coming. But then when they it actually plays out, it actually does elicit your emotions and it does uh hit you in a way like they've they've succeeded. Because it's they, like they, this is what should happen. Yes, right? Well, right. I mean the, that the the point there. There are points in the movie where like, by the way, the movie is very serious, but there are like a lot of like low key funny uh, stuff yeah, too. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. the scientist is funny. Yeah, um, but when the scientist makes the speech where he's like, for X amount of years, Japan felt like life was disposable. Like I'm paraphrasing here, but they like they they didn't care, right? He's like, this is not how we're going to be. Like. We are doing this not to sacrifice, but to live. Yeah. And then, yep. like when he when he makes that speech, like this is about living, yep. not dying. Yeah. I could have fucking run through a wall. Like yeah. that was like <laughs> like the best sports like pump up speech ever. I was like, let's fucking kill Godzilla. Yeah. Like, let's and not yeah, lose anyone. Good. Yes. And, and not, not lose, lose a anyone. single. Yes. You gotta live. Not lose anyone else. They've yeah. lost too much at that yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, right. they've just been doing solid losing that whole 
uh, first like hour of the movie. It's like you you, you see not only leveled the Japan, like, and then he comes in and levels it again. Yeah. You know, not only not yeah. only the first hour of the movie, but just like the the whole mindset that Japan and like it's a comment on like the the culture at the time, but like the whole mindset Japan had about its soldiers at the time. Yeah. Like, World yeah. War II, like it was honorable to die, like you should sacrifice yourself. He comes back to the town, and the lady looks at him like. You fucking caused this yes. because you didn't sacrifice yeah, yourself. Yeah, the fucking neighbor lady. I was like, oh my god, I can't. And that's it's just like such a great, like weaving in of like real world yeah, things yeah. and like the the dis, the despise that like the Japanese government had for their own human life. Yeah, and like weaving like this is like mo- like big budget filmmaking, but like instead of it just being a popcorn movie, it's they thoughtful. like they meld that into like real world shit that like in like real awesome like commentary on life and, and humanity and like just fucking good filmmaking yeah. it's like how is this it's like it's an anomaly it's fucking a fucking anomaly. It's a good yeah. story they made it more it's good storytelling it's historic you, i mean it's yeah it's historic i mean the 1954 one was of its time it's 1954 mm-hmm. it's it's very much telling the story of its time but the fact that this director could go back and capture that time and bring all these themes up and have this airplane that was a prototype that they used yeah. and and all mm-hmm. of a sudden your that opens up that can of worms and and almost like a uh, giving this airplane a flight that it never got you know right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so fascinating I love like you said Rex it was in 1954 nine years after like the bomb dropped so they're reacting then but to then go back. With the foresight years later and said it before that is kind of brilliant because you get it's a different context. Uh, and also, I love the fact that, like, don't know a lot of the movies, it's usually like the government or military fighting Godzilla. And in this one, nobody's helping them out. The There's, US is done. It's com- and, and they the did community. a brilliant the way they utilize General MacArthur because the whole time oh, yeah. before I even saw the movie, I'm like, how are they gonna like, are they gonna cast like a Gaijin actor yeah. that's like terrible and. The, like that whole sequence Except it wasn't a Gaijin actor. No, no, the whole <laughs> sequence they did of like the news broadcast yeah. from like American warships, like the military broadcast, like that montage was fucking genius. And it made sense. Like the military, the American military can't build up their forces there because it's going to spark like World War Three. Right. Right. You know, wow. that, was that actual and, footage of MacArthur? Is that what? Yeah, that yeah, was actual, right. Yeah. yeah. That was the, the only footage. nitpick I did have about that was I, I totally get the U.S. not getting involved. I highly doubt the Japanese government would not get wouldn't they get just, there was there was no Japanese government. They, were all, that's they the had thing. to give up their army, right? They had to shut yeah, down. They had their no government military. at the time. That's that's what made the movie a minus one because it's like there's no well, they government. Had a government. It was just the U.S. was kind of puppeting it, right? Yeah, it was like government name only, but they had like no real power. And MacArthur's like. Yeah, get some tanks together and uh, good luck. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> so I didn't. I, left it to them. The, I did kind of finally get the title. And is it is this correct? If I'm thinking like after the war, they were at zero. Right. And then Godzilla zero. shows up and takes them down another integer. And yeah, pretty much right. a minus. They got to rebuild again. Yeah. Because people were like, what does this mean? Yeah, I remember I we were kind of harping on it, yeah. but. It's but good. no, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, you know, they're not the greatest with these singular points uh, and these uh, <laughs> minus one. But man, the destruction, the the very, it's very Spielberg. You know, like you said, he was inspired by Jaws. Oh yeah, the shots yeah. of just train cars and boats flying through the air, and then the buildings collapsing. Holy shit, it's a thing of beauty. Zack Snyder, take note. This is how you fucking do it. I was going to say, they actually show the consequences of Godzilla's attack yeah. on humans, which yeah, they right. rarely do. Yeah. Like, you've felt every 
single death like how when many the guys are falling off the building yeah how many people died in this fucking movie like millions oh, 30,000 yeah. 30, 30,000 they're doing they the live when I love the homage when he's doing the live broadcast on the roof oh yeah like, that's, that's great. directly from the first one oh really yeah. they do a live broadcast on the tower Those and fuckers like, died. knocks it down yeah like that's awesome. What what I, I totally agree. Like you, them doing like it from the human perspective really adds to it. But really, in my opinion, what makes you care is that, as I mentioned from the, my opening, this is the first movie, literally the first one. I mean, the first Godzilla movie, I also gave a shit about the human characters. Yeah. But this is the first Godzilla movie in a long time where I loved like all the human characters. Yeah. Like not yeah. I loved the makeshift family. Yeah. Like that was like interesting and kind of heartbreaking and then you have this whole scenario where they're like a family but they're not yeah, yeah. They're not even family. married yeah and then like the the adventures were on the where they're on the boat with those guys mm. like i love that entire crew oh, the like, minesweeper is great yeah those and then they like they become his family yeah. so yep. like you have this whole theme of like it's what rebuilding. is family re- yeah, like, yeah, rebuilding your family and, like what does family everything. really mean right like family isn't necessarily the people that are related to you it's the people that are around you when nothing's around like when right. everything's gone like that's the family and you like they build that so then like when we're and all these people are looped in with godzilla so it's like i don't want any of these people to die no. and then the, like the the lady the the girl is in noriko yeah like when she passes yeah. or when we think she passes yeah. like i was legit like fuck it's like no like, I was like, why did you push him yeah, in there? Why like, did why you go you, in the alley? That's what I said. Why did you just jump in there with him instead of pushing him out of the way? What are you doing? Yeah, but so, I mean, they did, they, did, they did so much good work in terms of like developing the characters that I, I like. I, I actually gave a shit. Like, I, this wasn't a movie where I was like, man, I just want to see Godzilla fuck shit up. I was literally like, no, yeah. like, please don't fuck anything up. Yeah. This is fucked up. Like, Japan's in a bad place. I don't want to see these characters die. Yeah. So where do you think it goes after this? That's the uh, uh, other question. They blow his head up at the end, which is amazing. But then you see a big chunk of him start to bubble. I love lo- that plot line, though, of like them sinking him and then oh, raising yeah. him up. It, yeah, a plan like, that makes sense. It, it paid homage to the oxygen destroyer too, with ah. the bubbles and everything. Yeah, a plan that kind of makes sense. Yeah, decompressing. Well, no, I mean that definitely made that's a yeah. real thing. If you fucking sink and then get pulled back yeah, up that quickly, bends. you will get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what happens is. Uh, there's no way a plane should be able, even with a fucking bomb in it, should ever be able to kill Godzilla. But, but a it, weakened Godzilla. Yeah. But he's weakened and he's about to, he, he's charging up for a breath. It's coming out. So mm-hmm. basically, we know that the breath hurts him. So now if you blow his head out, and they did this in uh, GMK. Uh, GMK, where they had the hole in it, and it, that kills him, like he, he, the breath comes out of another part of his body. So if he's not focusing it, the, the the energy will just fucking blow him apart. And that's exactly what happened. It wasn't the bomb that killed him. It was his breath. Oh, it kind of backfired. He killed himself. Oh, yes. I see. Like if you plug a gun or something. Yeah. But yeah. They, they definitely, I mean, they left it open because I, uh, I got confirmation that the thing growing on her neck at the end was a G-cell. Oh. So that's what that is. I hope it's not like a Shin Godzilla thing. No. Radiation. They, they, I, they, they explicitly show at the end that the cells are growing on the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Well, yeah, they show Godzilla's heart. Like, like at the end of GMK, it's like regenerating. And it's like, well, he can come back. Like they're leaving it open for him to come back. And with the G-cells, now they're leaving it open for like other mutated kaiju to come if they decide to go that route. So wait, that was on yeah. Noriko in the hospital? Is that what that was? On her he, neck. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 shaped like Godzilla's, it's shaped like his dorsal uh, thing. 
I didn't catch well, that the first time. The second time, I was like, oh, it does look like it's Finn. The the ending is literally the same ending that they've done in like Shin, in GMK, in was it Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah when he wakes up and starts blowing fire underneath the water. Like yeah. they've done this ending numerous times where they tease that he's not dead. Yeah. He can't die. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's not necessarily original, but I think they can certainly, like, I, I put this in our chat after the movie, but, like, they could certainly, like, have him take decades to regenerate and then bring him back in, like, another era. Like, they could do 70s, 80s now. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then like, they, they definitely establish that he considers Japan his territory. So, like, you could certainly have him defend Japan inadvertently. Like, you could take it that route where he can you could pivot to fight having him fight other monsters too i would have him fight a mecha godzilla or a mecha first mm. right because they they're like okay there's a they, they speculate that there he could possibly come back he's he could get regenerate they don't know that he's he's back so then they build something just in case he comes back it could be like a super x it could be something like that but i would be like that would be like what he would fight and then, so when do you when, then, when what era do you place that in? Like you would oh in the seventies. Oh, okay. So they got tech in the so 70s. the technology is yeah. really not that crazy. Yeah. Okay. And then um, maybe there's a mystery monster in there. Maybe there's like a Rodan or some shit, something that flies. You know, I I heard a rumor when this opened in Japan, and I don't know where it came from, but comicbookmovie.com said spoilers and and Gilles is in the movie. Oh. Really? And at first, yeah, at first I was like, that's weird because the toy would have been out like six months ago. Yeah. You know, like the like the minus one toys. Yeah. There's no way they'd sleep on that toy. And uh, it turned out not to be true. And I think someone just got confused with the proto-Godzilla or the, the pre-mutated well, the Godzilla. Little one in the beginning. Godzilla-saurus. Yeah. yeah, but then I started thinking about that. Like, you know, because Anguilus in, in, was his first ever adversary okay. in the Godzilla series, mm. you know, and that fight is, was pretty legit, even though I don't like the movie. And that would be, I would love to see an updated version of that movie of Godzilla versus Inguirus like in Osaka or something you know I think I think he's a, a like not that far-fetched of a kaiju to bring in you know for the next film rather than going like Bailante or Ghidorah or something you know like keep him a little bit more grounded you know do like the more dinosaurian kaiju first kind of what they already did in this in the Showa era and that director is a huge fan of the Showa period in general so I could totally see him doing that the legendary movies have to give us a fucking updated, like, tail slide flying kick thing. I'd love to see them. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's going to happen. That. That's going to happen that's in Legendary. Happen. I yeah, guarantee yeah. you, got, in the legendary movie, Godzilla's doing a drop kick. They got to do it. He already <laughs> did. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the, um, not to get off topic here, but during Godzilla's 70th birthday or whatever, they had that one where he fights Megalon oh, yeah. and he does that. Yeah. Like, he does a drop kick in that. So maybe that's a, uh, a harbinger of what's to come. Anthony, yeah. uh, regarding the music, that they, they, they I feel they use the original. The music was great at the end when it's just like bum 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 bum. I was humming that; it got stuck in my head. But did they update it at all, or is it straight from the first movie? I feel like it's a little remake. No, it's not straight from the first movie. No, they, but they updated it. They up, but they yeah, they updated it. They use f- themes from like some like different eras, um, and then they mix in some some of their own music. And was there a Shin in there? No. I didn't notice Shin, no. But they use, no. they do use like the old school roars too. Like Ugh. I thought the music was so well used. I was like grinning the entire time. And it was it was one of those things where like the movie was so good and then they brought back a lot of the old music with some new music that I literally like on the way home was playing the the 
the Godzilla minus one soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, same here. Nice. Like, I'm listen- yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, it just was like, and the, the the funny thing is, like, as a kid growing up with that music, a lot of those themes were very, like, had a very positive tone for me. Yeah. Like, I always thought of those as mostly positive music. Yeah. Like Godzilla's arrival yeah. and, like, he's fighting these monsters and it's, like, a good thing. And they used it in this, they used it in Shin, too. But, like, this is the first one where, like, they used it. And I'm like, oh, that's not out of place for it to be an evil thing. Yeah. For them right. to use it. Like, Ominous. And, and, like, yeah, it was fucking great. I mean, it was just. The film, like, they hit everything almost right. Like, I, mean, I have my minor nitpicks with some things, but like, it was just so well thought out. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I it, couldn't believe yeah. it. It's almost, it's almost the perfect movie if you think of the balance of. It's Godzilla pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. close. I, had a, I mean, I don't know, like, if it'll get this far, but I was literally like googling just now. I'm like. Does this have any Oscar buzz? Like, could this mm. be like something that like gets nominated that dude's for something? Acting, the main guy, like, he was amazing. Like, I bought all his anguish. It was very good. There's his no English. reason why this can't be nominated, and I'm not just saying there's like his a English. fan English. anguish. Oh, anguish! Oh, anguish! That English. <laughs> yeah, English. anguish. I want to say. There's no reason they like. I mean, I think they w- it would be good for them to you know highlight a foreign film. They always do it. From what from what I read, I, I saw a video online where they someone saw it with like a, a Japanese speaking person, and they had said this is just one person's account that there was a little bit of overacting in some of the. Parts. Okay, sure. But I don't speak Japanese, so I don't. I know. see in the mel- melodrama. I mean, I w- definitely want to see it again. And like you said, Bloody, I think I feel like it gets better with. More viewings. It does. It really, yeah. It's, it really yeah, does. The, the only other, I have one minor, yeah, nitpick as yeah, well. Yeah. Um. I don't know how the hell all those tugboats just show up out of nowhere <laughs> and are able to anchor to that, that fucking quickly. boat right away yeah, within pull. like seconds. Yeah. And uh, and pull Godzilla. Yeah. Out. Oh like, no! There's. I have a list of things. <laughs> okay. Like, there's a. There's a lot. I mean, I don't want to like the tugboats anchoring to one boat would like pull that boat apart if they were trying to pull up Godzilla. No, there's a lot of um, expedited things like he jumps in that experimental plane and flies it like he's always been like he knows that he's a pilot and and Shikishima shows up in Ginza as Godzilla is attacking and just knows where his like partner is. So yeah. So the first time when I saw it, that scene, I was, I was furious because I'm like, wait a minute. So he attacks Ginza She's on the fucking train that he bites in. Yeah. And then she's the only one that survives. Yeah. Then she falls into water. Yeah. Then they're on the street and he happens to find her. he finds her in the street of chaos. Yes. Right. And then she pushes him into like the only alleyway. (laughs) And that doesn't collapse. That doesn't collapse. Like that whole part, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. A little convenient. yeah, I was like, this is total Spielberg, War of the Worlds style. I like the Spielberg convenience. But, but you know, you know what saves it? Everything else. Everything <laughs> the else. The rest of the but, movie. You know, you know what? Yeah, everything else. But also, it's just so epic when he shoots that fire breath. Yeah, and it shoots a mushroom cloud out yeah. that like is so like the Godzilla movies. Every Godzilla movie before this, it's up Shin actually. Shin actually gave it some power, but and maybe Godzilla versus Destroya, but like. They spam that got that atomic breath so much that it's like it's worth nothing. Right. Like and right. it's like it's like what is the cost to Godzilla for doing this? Yeah. But like this movie was like 
No, that's an atom bomb that's coming out of his mouth. And as Ruggs mentioned, it also weakens the fuck out of him. Like, this isn't something he can spam. He only did but it when once. When he does it, right? it fucking destroys. No, he does it. He bo- blows up the, pl- the the boat before it. Oh, that's, that's the first right. time you see it. Oh, that's right. He hits the He blows boat up the Takao, and it's like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. what just yeah. happened there? And then he hits the city. So he does do it. Yeah, he does yeah. it twice. Yeah, that but was like, crazy. That, when, when I saw that, I was like, oh, they actually, like, even put in the work to make this atomic breath thing mean something. Uh, at least he doesn't go to sleep after <laughs> or just oh. yeah. freeze into a stone. <laughs> can, can we have a, just a quick, I know we shouldn't, I shouldn't shit on another movie to do this, but can we have just a quick, because of the modern Raiwa era, like how do we compare this to Shin? I don't oh. feel, uh, well, I like, like I better. said, Shin is a, is a, is an intelligent movie and it's definitely, um, what do you call it? Like an allegory it's, and basically, as my brother really, he put it really well. He's like, it's basically an allegory of government failure that happens to have Godzilla in it. And he pointed out the scene where Godzilla is literally mutating and destroying the city and they still can't get their They're heads out meetings. of their asses. Yes. They're having meetings. Yeah, about meetings. And about having meetings. For like that, I really appreciated all that stuff, at, you know, work, especially working in any sort of office environment. <laughs> you could really appreciate yeah. that. But it's... The only thing I would compare with them really are the effects work. And I think the effects work in this movie are, are stellar compared to Shin. Because yeah. Shin, I think, also had an expedited production schedule. Yeah. And they farmed out the effects work to different effects houses. Uh, and Ano, I don't think, is like, you know, he's not an effects artist. Right. Where Yamazaki is a legitimate visual effects artist. And it's all like under his supervision. He so this had more Yeah, he made cohesion. He worked on this himself. Like he literally did some of the visual effects himself. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. So it, it has like a, a more um uh what do you call it? Uh sub, no, not substantial. Why can't I think of the word? Like it's not solid. Uh like it stays the same. What's consistent. that word? Consistent. Consistent. Yeah, Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> <a> brain melt. <laughs> it like stays yeah, the same. It yeah. doesn't change. What's doesn't that word? Change. What's that word? It stays consistent. I can't think of the word. Consistent? Yes. Yeah, that word. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like we're shooting it look kind of like there's some scenes like he does that weird jerky motion. Do you remember that scene after he fires his breath? Yeah, he does oh, like that weird when, there's, jerky there's, motion with Shin when he's walking around. It's like he's like a statue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like story wise, I mean, you can sort of compare them. I mean, it's you know that basically one, it's just two. Uh, let me jump in here real quick. Okay. Yeah, go for uh, it. Okay, Shin, it, its power is in its satire. All right. Yes, it's got it's a good satire. It's a good commentary on on Japan. I think it's uh it it has some visionary ideas where you 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 really make Godzilla this powerful thing to be reckoned with but it's anticlimactic also right. it's like you know he drinks milkshakes and he freezes he gets brain freeze and that's <laughs> it that's how you end the movie yeah, right and it's kind of like and you know after he uses his breath he he has fucking shit shooting out of everything and his jaw is splitting so like Without those conventions, like the movie, he wouldn't be able to do anything because he didn't really animate him so into doing anything. Mm-hmm. But um, minus one just works as a theatrical experience. It works as a story. Yeah. It works as a a period piece. It works on so many other levels. And then yes, you have Godzilla actually moving, actually uh, hunting people down, and and it's he's smaller in stature, so. You have he can kind of interact. interact with people more, mm-hmm. and all of those decisions were great. All, you know, they they made him more accessible. 
the amount of destruction that he personally does, um, it's it 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 puts him in a different light. Yeah. So I think Shin, it's it's a it's I think it's a uh, well done satire. It's an anno film. It's really up his alley, and uh, it's got some nice sciency stuff in there. But ultimately, it veers away from Godzilla, uh, his origins. It veers away from Godzilla as a character, does its own thing, kind of. Other yeah. than shooting, you know, fire breaths, they're really unlike each other and being invulnerable. And um, yeah, Shin is okay. It's it's unique, but I think that this is uh, way better of a film, yeah. it's just on every level. Like I, when I when I left Shin, I was like confused and perplexed i was like it's exhausting watch it and then you argued with people on twitter <laughs> oh yeah i went i went on twitter arguments it's, i was it's exhausting i was completely yeah i was completely like lost and uh it took me a long time to even come around to that film being like okay it's that but um that movie's too allegorical for its own good and clearly that movie is made for like japanese citizens this movie minus one is made for everybody yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though it's like hyper focused on Japan, like somebody, somebody left some comment on the movie. They were like, uh, somebody referenced uh, the Fred, like it was that speech that he gives, yeah. the, the 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 running through the wall speech, as Anthony put it. <laughs> yeah, it's about he talks life. Ab- yeah, and he talks about like the uh, how they treated Japanese soldiers and stuff like that. And somebody commented like. Oh, but like they don't bring up how they treated Americans at the time. It's like motherfucker. Like it's not no, that's about it. that. Like <laughs> yeah. Japan was Japan was looking inwards at that moment. You know, there were a lot of inflection. There were a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of just like wow, we really treated ourselves horribly, and we can never let this happen again. And I, that's the whole point of it. Is like we came from this. Like we're we're gonna we just just almost destroyed our entire civilization, like our way of life. And we want to get better. Like that scene where they're all like at the docks and they're loading the boats. And he's like, look at all their faces. He's like, they're doing it again, but there's like a better sense of purpose for them. They're doing it for a greater good instead of like destruction and death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're protecting what you have left after all that stuff to come out of that. You know, it's definitely, but it's universal. And I was reading, there was a thread with um, artist Yuji Kaida, who's like the greatest living Godzilla artist right now. And he had this whole thread going on about like, he was surprised that American audiences are really reacting to this movie. And somebody was like, but do they understand like the Japanese perspective on war and war in general? And then I commented on like, there's one thing Americans understand very well. It's war. We've been in like endless wars since I was a kid. And, you know, we're basically a military industrial complex, but we very much understand like, what they're going through and what they feel and and that that feeling. I mean, I was around for 9-11. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I remember that despair and that trauma like that I still carry with me. So seeing that destruction, you know, like that that related to me. Like I, I was able to relate to what was going on in minus one. Even GMK, like GMK came out like right around the time of 9-11. And I remember watching GMK and I had a hard time of watching the destruction scenes because of what I just saw happen in real life, yeah. you know? But I also, so, I appreciated like it works as a historical period piece that shows you a perspective you don't normally see, like what happened over there at the end of the war, the right. other side. 
and the repercussions. Well, also, everyone relates to the fact. Anyone really can relate to the fact that, like, fuck, man. If I was that soldier, yeah, you don't do I that. don't know if I'd want to no. fucking kill myself. Yeah, why? You like, trust what am I doing? Yeah. Why? Especially like the end. Like we know we're gonna lose the war. Why am I doing this? Yeah, like, the government. Yeah. Is that's immediately. You, yeah. That's immediately relatable. Yeah. Even if you're not Japanese, like yeah. so, like that right off the bat, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's fascinating it, it was, story. It was, it, yeah, it's it, that alone, as Imran mentioned, is already fascinating, yeah. right? And then it becomes and like his his redemption story and yeah. like him living with the nightmares, like all the, even the scenes where he like wakes up oh, and he's yeah. like he's, asking the girl, like, am I dead? Yeah, like, can this be out. like, is this oh, death? God, am I, am I already dead right he's now? And am I living this? Yeah. Like, is this a fucking cruel joke that's being played? Like all that stuff is just so powerful. Yeah. Like it's just, he like the, the, the stuff where she's like, like you haven't, He's still fighting his war. Yeah. Like he's yep. lived, try, living, trying to live his life, but he hasn't f- been able to get over the war, and he's still fighting it. And the only way he's going to be able to do this is to fucking kill Godzilla. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. And I never wanted to, like, I never want the fucking humans to kill Godzilla. But this one, I'm like, go fucking kill Godzilla. You get want, him. Yeah, you want that redemption? You that. need. We need this. Yeah. I mean, he loses his parents, everything he owns. They, you know when they're living in the little shack that they just put together and then you slowly see them rebuild everything. And then he just like takes in this girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and her kid, it's just, just listen to people. this. We're all talking about something that's not it's Godzilla. Not Godzilla. It's right. a basic yeah. character. Yeah. Talking about. I even like the funny part. Uh, I, I wanted to mention was that the captain on the boat where they're out with the minesweeper and he's like, Hey, we might as well do this. Who else is going to do it? Right. And then Godzilla shows up. He goes, Okay, never mind. He wants to turn around. It's like well, there's the, a yeah. well, that, that when he shows up and he's like, he takes the job. And he's like telling the, his not his wife. It's part, it, the person living with yeah. him. It's not his wife. Yeah. Like, oh, they have like these high tech boats, and he gets there with yeah, this fucking wooden, wooden boat. Wooden he's wooden like, boat. what the fuck? Wooden yeah. boat. Yeah. But you know, they what the genius of the movie is. They really made you care about the characters. Yeah. So by the time Godzilla comes, you want those characters protected at all costs. Oh yeah. Again, I mean, that's that's good writing. That's just good yeah. writing. Why did it take seventy years to do uh, to do this in a Godzilla movie? I don't think it took. No, I mean, there's years. been there's no, been there's, good there's, human characters. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely been good human characters. It just this it, all around yeah. has been. I think I think that this everything's clicking. Yeah. Everything is working together yeah. in unison. I think that there's been attempts at great human characters. I think there there's been attempts to kind of stay into a serious tone and say something about society yeah. uh, many times. But I think this one just does it all around. You nailed it. Like it, well, it, and, in lots of different and ways. And I think well, it was and, timing. Okay, was, go ahead. I was going to say, I just think it was, you know, Toho would always hire these like um, – utilitarian directors like some of them like the guy that made i think Biolante and Ghidorah and destroyer like he wasn't even a godzilla fan not that you have to be a fan of this stuff obviously don't don't you fucking shit Ah. i like destroyer (laughs) i'm but i i can be getting those movies wrong but i know there's he did there's like one director did one set of heisei movies and another director did the other set of heisei movies one was a fan or like one was like not really a fan kind of like jun fukuda when he directed like megalon and gigan in those movies he dude like never talked about him after the he you know yeah as time went on he just wouldn't he just had no ownership of those movies but this guy i think it just came down to timing because it was like the right director at the right time with the right technology 
And I think there was just a hunger for this kind of Godzilla. And they always try to go back to the original in some way, but they never quite go there. And from the moment this movie starts, you're like, oh, motherfuckers, a kamikaze pilot? Yeah. Like, we're going there yeah. right away? Yeah. Right. And the dude is not only that, but he didn't commit suicide. Yeah. And now he's living with trauma. Yeah. I, I was a little uncomfortable because I'm like, I can't believe like we're going there. But for Godzilla to truly work as as a successful, critically acclaimed film, you have to go there. Yeah. And that's what well, the original did so well. Even 84 did it with the Cold War. Like they well, were touching Return on of themes. Godzilla is, is awesome. That, that? that was going to bring that up in a little bit, just like another comparison. But one thing I wanted to add that I think amongst all these factors that we talked about that made it awesome, I think what also is like helping that this is like raising it another notch is this is the first Godzilla movie that's truly awesome and doesn't have man in suit. Like for nah. most people, right. there's there's gonna always going to be a segment of the audience that's like, but that's a fucking man in the suit and I know it. And it's gonna and it's a joke because it's a man in the suit. This is the first Godzilla movie that's like truly awesome in all aspects and is not can't you can't go, Oh, but I had to get over the fact that it's a man in a suit. Right. Right. Like it's not a joke it's, anymore. It's grounded, it's gritty, it's kind of realistic in its own way. No, not, not gr- it's just the fact that it's a man a man in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Like we always even the original Godzilla, people could be like, It's it's good, but, it's a guy in a but suit. I know that's a fucking man yeah. in a suit. Yeah. Right. Like there that, 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 yeah. There's always that joke aspect to it. Well, there is an observation I made. Tony and, and Rugboy, you guys have seen all the Shin movies, right? Kamen Rider, Ultraman, Godzilla. No, I've only seen Shin Godzilla. Really? You haven't seen I, 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 I've seen Shin Kamen Rider, yeah. And you, I could have, you've seen Shin Ultraman, haven't you? No. I also have seen Shin Ultraman. Right. Yeah. Tony, you should really see Shin Ultraman. It's actually okay. the best of the Shin movies. But there's okay. an observation I made with these movies and and granted it's only it's basically these two filmmakers making those three movies but i even noticed it with minus one that the level of effects work right like it's still lagging behind hollywood even though this movie looks absolutely gorgeous and i think for the first time they're almost on par with hollywood if not already there yeah but what they do good in these movies is okay they're using cgi I know a lot of people are annoyed by that, including myself, but you know, I get my fix with the ultra shows. Like, okay, I, I get all the miniature work there. I'm okay with that. And what they do really well is that they make the the digital stuff look like the tokusatsu. You know, the tokusatsu is basically all the practical effects. Like a guy in a suit. Like a guy in a suit. Huh. There's this shot, like the choreography in Shin Ultraman looks like an actual episode, saying they were common writer. Wow. And you and what they do is what the Hong Kong action choreographers would do where, you know, they would zoom, they would pull the camera back so you see all the action. And that's what the tokusatsu style was like as well. And then, you know, you have like American movies and it's all up close and this shaky cam. Right. You can't see, you know, Scott Atkins always talks about that, which I love because he always yeah. like critiques like the shaky cam, the shaky cam. Yeah. And these movies, I noticed it's like, okay, we're doing CGI, but you know what? We're going to make it look like it's a guy in a suit. Yeah. You know, even to the way they walk like the Godzilla walking in this looked like a guy in a, a suit. A little bit, yeah. And when he's in the ocean, it looked like a Heisei era shot of mm. the guy in a suit in the ocean. And I couldn't get over like how realistic it looked. And that's the genius that's of so what smart. they're doing. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going CGI, but you know what? It's gonna still look like the old way that we film things. Whereas the Americans, they just want that camera moving all the time. Yeah, like they don't want you have to break. Speed ramps all over the place. I think they learned a lot from this film. I think that 
The fifteen million dollars went a long way. Oh yeah, it's amazing. And um, hopefully they get more money because if they give them another ten million dollars, yeah. oh my god, like you know, all bets are off. Yeah, I I don't think they can make. They're going to need more money if they want them to fight other. If they want them to fight other monsters, yeah. I, I think I think fifteen million is like stretched enough to cover something like this. But th- I don't think you can do fifteen million and have him interact with another monster. What do you I think? That's going to cost too much. What do you think this thing ends up making box office wise? Like fifty, eighty total. I mean, that's a huge return. I think fifty is within reach. Right. I oh, think 50, that more. Yeah, definitely fifty at least. That's yeah. I think a stretch goal would probably be like eighty million. Are you saying worldwide, or are you saying in the U.S.? Uh, no, run? worldwide total oh, okay. ending. What's it at now? 34? 35. Yeah, 34 and a half. What did Shin make? Let's look. 78. Oh, really? It should, it should make more than that. And this has a much wider release. It still has to release in Europe, I think. So Shin, just for reference. How much which was is, that made I for? I didn't know. Yeah. Shin did 78. It only did 1.9 in the US. It's already done 11.4 in the US. It was made right. for a billion yen. I don't know what that is. It says yen. I wonder how much that is. Yen? Yeah. I mean, the good buzz, people are starting to, I mean, I've never seen this. I agree. I've never seen going on YouTube and looking at, like, uh, Stuckman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of Jeremy them. Jeremy Johns. Yeah, everybody. Er, every single oh, one of those you, guys. You know who didn't like it and got a lot of shit? Did you see this shit happening? Oh, yeah, it was a, someone does movies. Adam, whatever. Adam does. Adam, our butt, yeah. Adam Hollinger. Yeah. I saw he hated he's it. And I, I couldn't podcast. watch the whole review. No, and, then, yeah. and then there's like a two hour stream where he's talking about all the comments he got from his negative review of. Yeah. Way to go, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> they barely just oh, so Adam didn't like he, it. I no, really yeah. didn't like it. He said it was horrible. He called in the in the thumbnail. It says Godzilla minus fun is the <laughs> thumbnail of his review. You know, it's no, but, humor. but going back to rugs is absolutely I've never. I've never seen the mainstream guys mm. not only talking about Godzilla, but like feeling the need to talk about it and then being so positive about it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying earlier, right? Did we uh, did we record that part when I was talking about the trip? Was this the part where you were talking about the Latin posse in our in our uh, Jock and Nerd group? Latin heat. <laughs> I was no, I was talking. No, I said this earlier, right? Like there was like peace in the fandom for once. Yeah. So it was like the end of Watchmen, where it's like everybody oh. was united, and then. Legendary. Well, it's, not, it's not even. It's not even the the. I don't even. I mean, I agree with you. It's like, but the people that you wouldn't expect yeah. all of a sudden coming out of the woodwork is like, where I was going. Oh my gosh! Like, granted, it's it made eleven million domestically, right? So, it not everyone's seen the movie. Like most people haven't seen the movie, but the people that have are just like so jazzed about it, and a lot of people that aren't Godzilla fans. Look, the thing about this is that, yeah, it's a lot of people who weren't Godzilla fans saw it. And because it's a accomplished film, regardless of if Godzilla's in it or not, it's still a well-made film that you can like sink your teeth into and it can wrap itself around you. But as a Godzilla fan, we've had Shin, who is very loosely tied to Godzilla. Uh, We have had Singular Point. We've had Godzilla Earth. We've had all of these Godzillas that come out in the past few years that like, our Godzilla in name, we've had the 98 one, like Godzilla in name only. We're tired of that shit. And so to get something that's so true to form, I think it, it, it centered a lot of fans. Oh, like yeah. a lot of fans were like, we can all get behind this movie. Oh, no yeah. matter if, so I think that that, that's, it's a great feeling to have, uh, critical acclaim, fandom yeah. approval, yeah. uh, like, like, just knowing that, uh, 
it's a foreign film and it's it's punching above its weight class and really trying to do something that's going to affect uh movies from here on out i don't know like i don't know if toho is gonna get the message like mm. you know there's so much stuff being licensed from them right now they're their highest profile ever. Are they going to capitalize on it? I mean, is there too much? Is it oversaturated now? Or what? what There's a lot what, of Godzilla now. Well, we we I, haven't yeah, seen to to that point, Rugs. And this might be a controversial opinion. We haven't seen universal acclaim for a Toho made Godzilla film since Godzilla versus Destroya. What year was that? Ninety what five? Oh shit! Like Godzilla two thousand. Eh. Godzilla versus Megaguris was not oh, liked. No, yeah. Uh, GMK is liked, but that's also kind of a con. Like some people like that interpretation, some don't. It's polarizing. Yeah, yeah. it's a polarizing it's a, film. It's polarizing. Yeah. Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, Final Wars, Shin Godzilla, all the anime stuff. Like they, we haven't had everyone riding, pointing in the same direction in terms of happiness since for almost 20 years with a Toho made for That's what I mean film. and to see how it's it's been hilarious to watch it all crumble in a matter of seconds <laughs> with, <laughs> with the legendary Godzilla fucking trailer, trailer drop. Look, I think them <laughs> extending the run it's smart. I think this thing will have a little bit of legs. I think well, the word you, of mouth just on the legendary help. thing real quick. Yeah. It was smart for them to release yeah. during this time because yeah. the buzz yeah. is just as high, as yeah. high amongst the fandom now. But don't so. you think that like the fact that one is so much better than the other. Like it makes it more obvious. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, it's embarrassing. Like it looks like stupid American. <laughs> it looks idiot like kitty shit That's what it, compared to this. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, like to see like like we're talking about. But why can't it be both things? Like we're like we're, if 2014 were to come out, it would be like whoa, okay, right? The, 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 they're they're in the same wheelhouse, wheelhouse almost. Yeah. But no, yeah. <laughs> that didn't well, happen. I, I'm of the mindset Imran just said it. There can be both. Yeah, why can't fine. we have both? It's great. You got this and you got this. Everybody's happy. We got this. We got this. And we got an Apple TV show to talk about. You know, like we got all the things on at the same time. We will get to that, too. OK, let's rate and rank this movie. I'm just going to go first. Get it out of the way. I got to give this movie like a nine and a half. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I recommend it for anybody, even if you're not into Godzilla, which is like I am the most outside Godzilla out of all of us. This is just a solid all around movie with great themes. It's bleak. It's hard hitting. It's fucking It'll have you. It'll have you in their feels. I want to see it again. Uh, and uh, yeah, nine point five. Now, you guys, Anthony, we'll start with you. Rate it and rank it wherever you want to put it. Oh, rank it. I mean, I don't know. We that's. Oof. Let's rate it first. So first off, I mean, this movie we we've, we've poured praise all over it, but I mean, it's it's a Godzilla movie, but it's a redemption story. It's a forgive yourself story it's a family story it's about life like this is one of the best i mean i i was just so shocked after watching that movie to just feel the way i was feeling about a godzilla film um it's one of the best godzilla films if not the best ever um you know it's up there with all the greats and we can talk about all the greats um but it's up there with all of them and it's definitely amongst the best in terms of like a non-versus film for godzilla like there's a few of those and this one's right up there with, you know, like the first one and above 85 and above Shin. Um, so yeah. Um, this one is, uh, I originally had it as a nine and a half, but after talking about it and, um, going over the nitpicks, um, that's fine. The nitpicks are fine. It's 10. It's a yeah. 10 out of 10. It's, there we it's go. literally <laughs> one of the best things I've seen. That. 
And uh, as far as like where it ranks, I mean, it's like up there. I mean, there, there's the the rank like it, objectively, it's probably number one. Yeah, like it's probably one one or one A, right? Yeah. The the only thing that like holds it back for me from like saying definitively right now is like part of Godzilla fandom for me is also very nostalgic. Mm. And the the kid in me always loved the, him fighting other things, uh, so uh-huh, uh-huh, that's missing uh-huh, from this. Uh-huh. And maybe hopefully they'll they'll continue this and have him fight other things. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean objectively, it's it's a one or one A in terms of Godzilla. Films. I mean, I've seen a lot of people call it the best. It's probably one A because you always the the, the original was such a mind blower yeah. for back then, and yeah. it still works. And like without that, none of this happens. Sure, sure. But you know, for this time, as Rugs mentioned earlier, it's. It's the best Godzilla film they've made in at least twenty years, if not more. Yeah, I've seen a lot of reviewers calling yeah, it amongst the, all, the, even amongst the Americans, amongst everything, the best like, film of the year, just best film all around. I've seen that thrown around a lot. I can't, I don't think I could argue with that. Uh, Pilati, give us a number and a ranking. Uh, I give it a ten out of ten. Yeah. And as far <laughs> as ranking, I kind of like the one A thing, oh. and if you. I think if you didn't have Gojira, I would say this is number one. Okay. But you can't have this movie without that movie. Right. It's, yeah. I know. Like, you need that one. So, yeah. I, I'm i fine with the 1A. I, I put it in, like, top five. I don't know if it's as rewatchable as, like, Space Godzilla or Mega Godzilla, you know what I mean? Or Monster Zero, where you can just put it on and, like... You know, because I always have like the Godzilla channel on like at some point, at least every day, just in the background. And I don't know if minus one, it's because it, it, in a weird way, I compared this to the Dark Knight, where oh. all, yeah, I know, even the music, it didn't feel like composed music. It's sort of like that ambient noise that the Dark Knight had. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. And I felt like the Godzilla scenes were the Heath Ledger scenes where my eyes were just fucking glued. <laughs> To the screen yeah. every single time yeah. he was on screen. You see that. So there was a lot of like Dark Knight comparisons. But again, Dark Knight, like you put it on yeah. and you just get sucked into the movie or yeah. like any Scorsese film or Tarantino. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about this. It's like, I'm not going to put this on and just like for shits and giggles. It's something I'm going to like actively watch, you know, and appreciate. Yeah. So- yeah, that's my... Uh, 10 out of 10 was your number. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, Rugboy. As a work of cinema, I think it's very well done. I don't speak Japanese, so I don't really know, can't give credence to the performances, whether they were overacting or not. I'm just reading subtitles and going, that feels right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so with that said, as a piece of cinema, I think it's very, very good. I think it's... It's exceedingly good. Uh, I, I would hesitate to give it a 10, but I'm going to give it a 9.5 because, you know, I feel like there's always room for more. But as a Godzilla film, I feel like it's a 10. Yeah. Right. I feel like as a sci-fi film, I feel like it's a 10. Um, I don't know about like, you know, Oscar worthy stuff like that. I mean, it's that's a little bit maybe beyond its reach slightly, but I could also see it. I mean, other movies have done similar things so you know what they nominated uh, black panther for an oscar and that movie was not yeah. yeah that wasn't a dumpster fire but i don't think it really this one can deserve there with these yeah themes. there's no I like mean, dark knight was nominated like yeah, at this point yeah. like if they don't nominate this but fucking black panther like come on you know yeah, i think this is a, this is a it, there's definitely an accomplishment here that is re- worth rewarding so yeah um in my in my world of godzilla films i feel like um 
the original is always going to be uh, the thing I hold the, to the highest regard because everything comes from the original. Everything comes from that. So I always want to give that the top spot, whether I like watching the movie or not, because I probably would prefer to watch this movie over the first one because it's just it's it's an easier watch. Right. Like, Gojira is very like heavy and depressing and, you know, it's black very, and white and. Yeah. But it does have those things like the Oxygen Destroyer and and all that and Dr. Sir Rizal and all those great things that I love about that film. There are more fun Godzilla movies, but I think this is the best one, the best made. I think there's other ones that are in the mix. I think 2014 is is somewhere in the in the periphery, uh, not in the mix, but like out there, too. They're all kind of serious, well done kind of. Uh, uh, unique versions of Godzilla. Shin is in there in a the mix somewhere. So, uh, it, it's among, le- it's among living among legends. It's, it's, it's definitely there. So I'm very happy with this movie. I think everyone should go see it. You know what, you know what's funny though about the 14 is if they just would have stuck with Brian Cranston, that would have been up there. And not yeah, been up there with it would have been like top five for me. It, it, that, like they had it. They look like, the feeling I had watching this entire film was exactly the same feeling I had with Brian Cranston oh. up until he, they killed him oh. weirdly. Oh. And then and then it turned sideways in terms of like caring about the then characters. Then we followed someone. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But that, but like th- that had it. It almost had it then too. Uh, one quick question for the Godzilla fans, uh, not Imran, although you could answer if you want. I think it'd be good for us to just quickly, because we're probably getting a lot of listeners that never listened, watched Godzilla or watched it sparingly. And I know this came up in the chat, but it'd be good to just in whatever, not in order, but what are your top five Godzilla films? Top five, like if top five, like I'm showing a newbie or my favorite, personal, favorite, favorite. personal top favorite, five. Yeah. Favorite. Oh, it's, that kind of changes, but it, yeah, it, the, it always changes. But what is it right now? The most consistent it's, um, I put Gojira there, but I, I don't put Gojira on that list cause it's, it's just a masterpiece. I don't, I don't put it on the list. So it's usually, Mothra vs. Godzilla, Monster Zero, Ghidorah, um, Destroy All Monsters, Showa Era. Then I'll do like 84, Biollante, GMK, Destroyer, <laughs> I know, but it's like, that's what I'm saying. It keeps changing. How about so. what is your favorite number one Godzilla movie? Can you narrow no, it you down? Can't you can't narrow it down? No, I'll do, no. all right. Do five. Pick five. I'll do five. All right, like Mothra vs. Godzilla, Monster Zero, 84, Biollante, and GMK. Okay. I do what about you, five. Rugs? Uh, just Japanese? No, no. Oh. All, all, all Godzilla. All 37. I mean, I think I, I like 2014. I like Godzilla versus Kong, but I mean, they're fun movies. I like watching them. They're they're not great movies, though. I mean, I mean, especially Godzilla versus Kong is kind of a joke. But I would say uh, Godzilla '84 or Return of Godzilla is is definitely a great movie. It's 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 scary and it's got great effects and dark. It's very it, dark. It, it's dark. Uh, I, I, if you're looking for a fun movie, uh, you got Godzilla versus Megalon. Uh, <laughs> I like Godzilla versus the high side, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a great fun movie. That's another one that's a lot of fun. Uh, there's other ones too, but I, um, let's see. Another show era one that I, I like is Godzilla versus, I like all the Mecha Godzilla movies. Anything with Mecha Godzilla in it is great. I love, uh, Either the first Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla or or the the Terror of Mecha Godzilla. I like them both. So I like I, I those are the ones I kind of gravitate more the 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 most. Okay. 
my my quick five. So if I guess if we're eliminating Godzilla, um, the original because it just goes without saying. Um, I'll go with. Uh, this is just the first Godzilla movie I saw ever, so it's always going to hold a nostalgic place. But uh, Ebra Horror of the Deep or Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. Oh, oh I, damn! I, I enjoy that one. It's my first one ever, and I still enjoy it. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, the first one is awesome. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla '93 is fucking awesome. That one's like so awesome. <laughs> uh, Godzilla versus Destroya is one of my favorites, and then. Um, I would throw in Godzilla minus one. It's like made my top five. Yeah. 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 I think uh, Tokyo SOS is not bad. And the one before it with Kiryu in it is, is also is also. I was good. looking at some lists. I think I want to watch. Biolante is good. The, oh, Biolante is great. GMK. Do you want to watch the GMK? Is that the one with a really long title? Yeah, that's a huge title. Yeah. That one's a um, that keeps you'll probably up, like that I'm one. Number one on a lot of lists of people. A lot of people like that one. That, that you'll I mean, probably destroy like is destroy is great. Like, there's so many. Like, they're I mean, you got 37 movies, and a lot of them are like tied. Like, we we reviewed the, same the spot. smog monster one. That one was great. Like, basically, it's what are you in the mood yeah. for? If you're yeah. in the mood for like fucking wrestling, like yeah. Godzilla yeah. doing drop kicks, yeah. you're watching 70s Godzilla. Uh, if you're in the mood for uh like slightly more sci-fi stuff watch Biolante. like you know there's there there's stuff that well the flexibility works of his character GM, gmk imran yeah for you gmk would be a good one to pick up because it only it really is just a sequel to the first one. Oh, okay and it's so it's 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 somewhat accessible yeah it ties on into a lot of like japanese stuff okay um but i think you'll you might like yeah, that, it. I didn't really like yeah. it because I don't like the fact that Godzilla. I know has a, a lot of people who like it. Final Wars that aren't really Godzilla fans with yeah. like that movie. What is? And there's like a channel now, right? Is it on all cable uh, things? Some Pluto. Um, Pluto. Oh, Pluto. It's the yeah. Pluto has a channel, right? Okay, that's where you can find them all. All right, yeah, good stuff. No, if, this if, one, GM, if GMK Godzilla didn't have a pop belly, I'd it'd raise like three <laughs> points for me. You know what? You, you know what? Um, the director of Yamazaki said that he was influenced by Gojira and GMK for this movie, and it shows. But this movie almost felt like the backstory of GMK. You know, like GMK yeah, does yeah. that flashback scene to like when that soldier's like a, a, a kid and he's running from like you hear Godzilla, but you don't see him. And it's like clearly in the Showa era and the city's on fire. Like mm-hmm. that looked like like what minus like minus one can be the origin of the GMK. That's what that's I, I what just I just hate that the fact that they the gods I don't like GMK. I hated the fact that Godzilla was like a living allegory for like all the dead Japanese soldiers. I was like, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't it was, know. What, it was, was that what little... he was? He was like a living thing. He was like the souls of every. He's like a giant ghost. Yeah, it was like I, I just when it gets so mystical like that, I just it's not my not my. Yeah, jam. that's what polarized it a little bit. I think him as a walking nuclear weapon is the best way to portray him. Mm-hmm. Which is why minus one. I, I think I, I think I think both is good. I mean, yeah. he could be a good guy, a bad guy, or just neutral. Like, it, this let's is, just bring back King Caesar and have that long two-minute sequence where they sing to him to wake him up. Can we bring back? King I love Caesar? that. Caesar. <laughs> I think that was Toho like pushing the newest like recording artist or something because Jesus Godzilla Christ, Godzilla the scene. musical. Ugh. I can listen to the 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 the, the, the twins like sing the Mothra song, then watch that oh. sequence. Masuda. Yeah, that's like a nice song, but I can't do the King Caesar song. I just zone out. I'm like, what is? And the whole time, right? Like, they. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a Mecha Godzilla tangent because I fucking hate that movie. You don't like that movie? I don't because it's what? it's the story is so 
dumb. Like, why do they need a human to make an alien robot, right? And then they kidnap his daughter. Okay. So they launch Mechagodzilla to kill King Caesar. The Mechagodzilla can fly, right? Yeah. Why doesn't he fly all the way to King Caesar? Why does he like come out and walk slowly while she has time to sing the song? He should have been blasting this shit out of <laughs> King Caesar while wait, the motherfucker is leaving. You're you're throwing logic at a '70s Godzilla movie. <laughs> you can throw logic. You can throw logic at some of these movies and be okay, but that movie. <laughs> It just just like I can believe aliens. I can believe the aliens are pulling Godzilla out of the lake and flying up to Planet X. But the aliens would never rely on humanity for their technological advances. Do you know what I mean? You know what? You know what movie we forgot to mention that has a great song in it? What? The Geyser. That's a which smog one? Monster. The smog one. Monster. Oh, that yeah, one's yeah. trippy. That's I a good one. <laughs> all right. All one. right. That's good. We that's what fun about, stuff. Uh, yeah. Gamera. <laughs> They all had songs. No, that was, yeah, that's have, that's completely bunch, different. Bunch, bunch. <laughs> okay, oh let's, <laughs> let's we're gonna do some news from the nation. Godzilla talk will continue with some other comments. Yeah. It's time for news from the nation. for news from the nation. Nice. It stinks. It's very, stinks. very strong. It stinks. Like Godzilla's atomic slack hole breath. Yeah. I uh, got a couple of comments from our listeners about minus one. Here's Nick Shev's thoughts. Our buddy Nick Shev. What? Shivel of a ding What did he think? He said, it's fantastic. Everything I wanted back in 2014 is in this movie. I had some slight hesitation hearing all the Jaws comparisons because I am so fucking over movies referencing Jaws, but any of the Jaws stuff here absolutely works. It's influenced by and themes incorporated into the story, not, quote, this machine can talk to the Titans. It's called the Orca. Remember the Orca from Jaws? It's Quint's boat, the Orca. This movie is great and an absolute geek boner. Geek boner. So Nick Chev enjoyed it. Uh, and then Rick he Ma- hates the legendary stuff. Uh, oh, he yes, oh, yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to Mathaladi. Yeah, I get it. Rick Martinez said, "I've seen it twice, and let me say that Atomic Breath was unbelievable. Great to see Godzilla in action at sea. Second best Godzilla movie after <laughs> Godzilla versus Megalon. Nothing beats that flying kick. Is he does it twice? Is that the tail the tail drag kick? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The drop yeah. kick." And then Jose, there's also, there's also a giant Power Ranger in the movie. Oh right, I think I saw a clip of that. And actually, Corridor Crew, their visual of uh, the reaction to visual effects, they did a whole Godzilla episode. I saw that. Yeah, I watched that. It was really fun. And then they got they, to, like, they actually were like, the flying kick isn't bad. Yeah. You can't see the wires. Yeah, they were like, that's pretty yeah. good. And they had yeah. they got to interview uh, the dude who directed the minus one too. That was interesting. Yeah. That was very good. That was very cool that they did that. They actually gave a lot of pro- like they didn't make fun of it. They were like, "Oh, this is some good f- compositing." Yeah, and then yeah. they were talking about different Godzilla yeah. movies. Yeah, they were like, "This." Uh, they weren't allowed to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "This looks good for the time." You could tell that they were like, "Oh yeah, they're being really even nice. Godzilla well, they, they, because they got the interview probably right." Yeah. Yeah, but they were even praising parts of '98, uh, uh, which is I thought was interesting. There oh. are some decent shots in '98. Yeah. It's just not a great film. Yeah. Get Hank Azaria though; he's hilarious. And then, I like him better in the birdcage. Oh, uh, yes. He was great as the birdcage. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. One of my favorites. Jose Ibarra. And we kind of answered this question. He's the one asking. Jose Ibarra asks, I need some suggestions from the nation's Godzilla experts, Pilati, Ruggs, Anthony, anyone else. Minus one looks incredibly dope, and I really want to get into the non-American Godzilla stuff. I really don't know much outside of the U.S. films. I know blasphemy. 
Where should I start and what are some much watched? Oh, we things? went off in this poor so, guy. So I think you gave him a lot of good things. Yeah, watch Return of the Gak, nineteen eighty four. That one's a good one. I think uh Godzilla Mothra vs. Godzilla, like Bloody mentioned. I think go pivoting from that and going right into Keyed Ghidra, the three headed monster, I think is good. Yeah. There's a lot. There's, a There's lot. just so many. You could just like we we, we wrote at the we wrote some yeah. stuff there. Yeah, the we of. we got like like four of us through like giant lists and descriptions and everything. Yeah, just go back. And everything else else we're like in any at some point watch all of them. But yes. here's how you should think about them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it depends on your mood. Uh, Which one's the worst one? Oh, real quick. Oh, that's a good the question. worst one. A yeah. lot of people will say Godzilla's Revenge. I have nostalgia for that movie because mm-hmm. it used to come on. Um, the Godzilla thons I used to watch. Mm-hmm. The worst one, like in my opinion, or like the general no, consensus? no, your opinion. And you can include one? the American stuff. Well, then it's all the American stuff. Ninety eight by far. Ninety eight by far. That's okay. yeah. That's, that's not even a conversation. I, yeah, ninety eight is definitely the worst. I'll put it on like because it's been coming on Pluto and like, the Godzilla channel, and I'm just like, what the fuck were they thinking? Seriously, like I could sit through Final Wars on a loop. If it wasn't called Godzilla, I'd have more patience for it. Yeah, exactly. They just. You know, I, I, I think up. I agree, but um, I really, even as a kid, I hated Godzilla's Revenge. Like I, I was like, this fucking sucks, <laughs> and I, I know now why it sucks. So I like, I understand it, and there are some like I read a review on it that I was like, kind of changed my perspective, where it was like, this movie Honda was basically trying to make an allegory for like how. Latchkey kids, basically. Right, exactly. Like kids yeah. that yeah never see their parents and like yeah. what how they grow up and what that looks like now that like there's no uh, two parents are working and I was like, kind of get it, but fuck man, I hate that this is all in his head. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Li- I did love the opening theme song as a kid, that jazzy, like fucking awesome theme song, and I I didn't know until like the last five years or so that that was for the American version. Like that was an American song. I had no oh, idea. Okay. Yeah. And the Japanese version is terrible. It's just like the kid singing it. He's like, Minya, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I was horrible. It's pretty good. Go That's pretty good. I'm going to record It's like, it sounds like Andrew Dice Clay doing one of his it's awful that's a watch sa- it next that's time a just watch right it. there definitely yeah. cutting that there's something redeeming though about mostly every Godzilla film I think yeah, yeah. Oh, okay well that movie was a tease right because none of us had access to destroy all monsters and the intro was showing right. scenes of that movie and I'm like what's the fucking snake monster like why is Godzilla in this like where's he attacking I've never seen this movie so it was right. like a constant tease all the time oh watching that gosh. intro yeah I want to finish up here with some what are we watching because not only are there American Godzilla movies coming out not only is there a new Japanese Godzilla movie coming out we have a prestige Godzilla TV show on Apple TV Plus. Bilotti, have you been watching Monarch? No, I, d- I don't have Apple, and I really oh. don't want another app. You so, so therefore, you, no, you haven't been watching. No interest. No, I haven't. I get the updates from like Trukowski and Nick Shev, and what are their <laughs> updates? Oh, Nick, Nick Shev and, they, and Mike they just hate, like hate they watching. Must hate it. They must. Oh yeah, the the stuff that they went on this tangent, <laughs> just dying. I'm like, oh okay, I'll just get because me and Nick are pretty in line with our opinions of of this stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, man, I'll take your word for it. I've seen like footage and it's cool. Like you got the Russells, like that's yeah. cool. Yeah, like, 
guess they need a paycheck, but whatever. So we're up, there's four episodes the, out. I'm kind of digging. They treat it. it a bit more seriously than what we've seen in the um, in the le- yeah in the movie latest trailer, yeah. which is confusing oh, yeah. because yes. I'm hearing I'm hearing that this is more in line with 14, but then yes. now you have like Kong yes. with the with the power glove. Yeah, it's a whole different tone. Boy, yeah, it's so weird. It's like yeah. pick a pick a tone and go with well, it instead of just all over this place. Rugs, Anthony, what'd you think of this episode four? Uh, an episode that did not feature a flashback to the fifties, but kind of what happens in this episode? Well, I it forget. starts right where the last one ended with that ice monster. Yeah, they have to like yeah. So basically, they, they split fire. up. Yeah, they split up. He sees and then. Yeah, they they have to deal with this ice monster. And uh, is there any flashbacks? Well, they do a flashback to twenty fourteen when Kentaro meets May, and he's he's got an art gallery opening, and he just meets this girl, and they hook up, and they bang right away. It's very quick. Yeah, I actually fast forward through that because I was like, I don't give a fuck about this at all. Like, I don't care about your little problems. There's nothing to do with the story at large. Yeah. And so I fast. This is like the first time. I think she. Watching I don't the trust show, that I girl. I don't trust me. I think there's no, there's more of behind. Of course her. not. She might. Of course there is. Yeah, I'm actually with rugs. I didn't fast forward through it, but this was actually the first episode where I went. Mm, this wasn't that good. Mm. I because I, there was the flashbacks to this girl that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of contrivances. Like, why would you split up? How is he like able to call a helicopter so quickly to sudden, save them? Yeah. Like there were just so many things I'm like, okay, this at least for this episode, the writing is not as well thought out. Um I overall I still like enjoy the show. Yeah. Like I, I look forward to watching it. Um but this was the first episode where I went, uh its biggest okay. crime is it's sometimes boring and like or or it's giving you unnecessarily uh, expansion on the story you don't care about. Mm-hmm. And then there's contrivances, a lot of them. Yeah. So they, those are the two things. But it's still shot well, performed well, and everything else. So it's serious in tone still. I just, so. I don't, the, the, those two really don't have any chemistry, Kentaro and May. No. Like, I don't no, buy no, that at all. Good. It's not good. And Kentaro does see his dad, although it's a hallucination. It just goes on too long. They, yeah. 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 It actually needed, the, it needed like, it needed to go to the flashbacks because <laughs> yeah. at least the flashbacks cut some of this stuff would have like made this stuff. We wouldn't have had to sit with this the whole episode. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that they didn't go to the fifties at all, but they did have flashbacks. I mean, it ends on a nice little cliffhanger where the guy confronts Kurt Russell's character, but um, I'm, I, it felt like this episode, we got away from like what the mystery is. There's a and whole, now yeah. it's like yeah. now and, and now I'm like, not caring as much about the mystery because you wasted a whole episode of them wandering around in the snow. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck are they going to get out of there? You see there's a big hole in the ground with some fucking radiation or lights coming out. Well, know. that's from Hollow that, Earth. We saw that yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when Kong comes yeah. out. Like, we know. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this show, when it wraps up, will tie like be like the next segue into the Godzilla versus Kong yeah, empire. Yeah, you would think. But no, but the, like they'll reveal eh, something. It takes place in 2015, and that movie is like now. But maybe there is a connection. Yeah, I think this is before King of the Monsters. Yeah, it is. it's in between, right? Maybe they reveal something that Monarch knew that leads into. Yeah, Godzilla that could, that could be the case. Sure, but yeah, uh, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, this is the Godzilla it, all yeah. over the place. Man, it's a good time to be a Godzilla fan. Anybody watch anything else uh, worth mentioning there, Anthony? Oh, I watch Squid Games. Oh, you watch? Okay, so oh, Squid Game the Challenge put out episode six through nine. Episode ten, the last episode drops later this week. It's a weird, very weird 
release schedule. But holy shit, this show to me got even better. It like, totally sucked me in. There's some brutal emotional shit. The fucking <laughs> oh glass bridge was crazy. But I'm playing marbles. Rugs, what do you think? I thought they were really well, pushing them. I was glad that they got rid of that bitch. Cause like, and I hate the way that they, oh, she they wouldn't made move. the other, they made, they made my look like she was a bad yeah. person when this bitch was clearly fucked up their agreement. Yes, she was a To movie. everyone take a chance. She made that So what, everybody forgot about that. Everybody forgot right? that she go go along with everybody everybody else. And they else. voted for each other and she's like, "Oh, who's not being a team player now?" I was So like, I felt like that was edited. Yeah. Like yeah. in a way and I, I I felt like no, now this show is trying to make me fucking see like forget about some shit that she did. I'm kind of surprised that the final 3, like May, I get, but the other two I didn't think would make it to the end. No, this is a very strange Yeah. Group of people yeah. Made it. But like, look, it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's not like Squid Game. No. There's no real stakes. It's schlocky and like one of these assholes is gonna get four million dollars. Though that's the fucking. It's worst a guilty part pleasure, it. but I, four million American I was, dudes. I was fucking hooting and hollering. I was good. That's a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, they got the big ball of money. So there is a. Um, my sister is like Instagram buddies with one of the guys that was in the show and got eliminated in the cookie thing. And he had an interesting, he was given some behind the scenes things. You know, during red light, green light, it's like a 30 minute clock. Uh, it took them seven hours to shoot that. They, oh were, they were standing at times 15 minutes at a time. They had motion sensors in their jackets. They had to stop. They would stop the clock. They'd wait to check all the trackers. And that's why people were diving and they were hurting themselves. Also, it was really cold in that room. That's why people had their hands in their pockets. But that what is appears to be a 30 minute game took them over seven hours in like a below like minus like a 20 degree room or something. Wow. It's so that one girl, you see her squatting and she's like, why did I squat? I was like, oh, that was dumb. You're dumb. So a lot of interesting things on this guy's Instagram behind the scenes stuff. I thought it was kind of interesting. But but the show is a guilty pleasure. Like, it's just was that one more episode left? Yeah. Coming out December right. 6th, the day the show posts. I think it's on Wednesday. Let's see who wins. Yes, it will did be. All that, did all the Marvel stuff come out yet with the what if and shit? No, what if season 22nd? two starts December 22nd? All right. For nine days, and then Echo will drop January 10th. John, did you watch anything? Yeah, I just we just watched this really good movie last night that's been out for a few years called I Care A Lot with Rosamund Pike. Oh. I've seen that. That's a good one. Holy shit. That's a, yeah, that's a that's a. It was a good one. It was a good one. Apparently, my mother-in-law was like singing its praises, and we we're like, oh, "Let's see what Carmen's talking about." She like a con con person. Uh, I saw about the caregiver. Yeah. I think I've seen the this caregiver, too. Yeah. yeah, this and it, like you don't know. Like I, I couldn't predict the ending. I was yeah. like, I think it's gonna go here. I think it's gonna go there, and then it's ending, and I'm like, man, this is a good ending, but Jesus, this doesn't feel right. And then the, the end end happens. You're like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I would. That needed to happen. You gotta watch that again. I remember it being very good. Anthony, this is when you were like into the Oscars movies. I remember watching that. I liked it. Yeah, (laughs) got some nominations. Rowan Polanthony. That was me. Back Rowan Polanthony. Now it's just Godzilla Anthony. Back to Godzilla. Yeah. Um. All right, Bilotti. Thanks so much for hanging out. I I can't let you go without you plugging. First of all, congratulations on pulling off. Very first Kaiju Brooklyn in October, right? Is when he did it. Yeah, October seventh. Uh, How'd that go? Success? Would you consider it a success? Oh yeah, huge. It was uh, bigger than we anticipated, but not big enough where it was like we're going to get shut down by the fire marshals. It was, <laughs> you know, for putting a show together in like forty-five days. I think we did fucking great. That's amazing. And uh, all the vendors and artists were happy. 
Um, we're planning part two for next June first. Yeah, June first inside Industry City, same place. Same place. Uh, pretty much all the vendors are coming back, but we'll have Nick Chev will be joining nice. us, which we're excited about. Mark Dos Santos, another great kaiju artist, and um, BXE buttons and pins. He does a lot of like cool kaiju enamel pins. Nice. So we're excited. We have some meetings coming up, and we have some other stuff that we are planning in conjunction with the show. So more of that will be revealed when we get more information and more confirmation of it. But yeah, it's been great, man. And uh, we had Subaraya's participation and, you know, they want a more, like a bigger hand in uh, getting involved with the show next next go around. So we're excited about that, to have their involvement with us. And uh, yeah, it's it was pretty great, man. And want just want to thank all the writers and actors for going on strike and giving me the time yeah. to put this together. <laughs> Are you going to do Appreciate it Appreciate you year? guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a very good financial uh, endeavor for me to uh, partake in. So, uh, yeah, we hope we can do it every year and we hope it becomes like, you know, a two, hopefully three day show and we can get guests and bigger screenings and such. And, uh, you know, but baby steps. We yeah, got to take yeah. it, uh, you know, baby steps. Mark your calendars, everybody. What is June it? June 1st, 2024. Yeah. And it, and it won't be a week before Comic-Con because I am never doing that again. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That was I was doing Comic-Con the following week. And people were coming to my table, and I just wasn't even making eye contact. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Just put out a show, yeah. I was just so tired. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. I I think it'll grow, and it's great to get one under the belt, right? Because now you know what you could do. It was fun, man. I mean, Next I was time. I was pretty tuned up, alcohol wise. Nice. Um, you know, and it felt it's weird. It felt like my like a wedding day. You know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Plan a wedding. Sure. It's like a year to plan yeah. it, except I did it in like thirty days, yeah. but. Yeah, it was just like, you know, meeting people and we were just making fucking money like crazy. I nice. mean, it was great. It was so much fun, nice. man. It was so much fun. Nice. All yeah. right. Yeah. Whenever tickets go on sale, let us know. We'll help promote, spread the word. I know it's yeah, absolutely. quite a bit away. Uh, Rugs, where can the people find you online? You can find me on X where me and Elon Musk will be giving <laughs> Disney the finger. Yes. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, he don't give a shit. And <laughs> at really rug boy, you're not advertising on your platform anymore, Elon. No, amongst other people, uh, don't try and blackmail him. The, look, Money. all that shit can be found in the episode description on our website, jockandair.com. Most important thing you can do: share this show, spread it around, share it with your Godzilla fans. Yeah, make your mom watch minus one. Yeah, she will love it. She will love it for the character story. I'm telling you, everyone will love it. Show it to your mom. Thanks. How can we? How can we never do? Um, before I forget, you always do like where can the listeners find you, but you never do it for Tony. How can we never do it for Tony? Uh, Anthony, where can the listeners find you? I don't even know what the answer is. At your mom's house. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the basement. Yeah. Your mom's the basement. <laughs> at at lipsticks over on. <laughs> find me by coming me. home from your mom's house. <laughs> That's the answer I wanted, but you never do that. Yeah, because he does, like it's it's ripe for material. Anthony too. doesn't want to be found. Be oh found. Exactly. There's no. Oh, reason. I know that, but you can have so much fun with that. Like, where are <laughs> okay, you? Where, I'm gonna have to where can you be found? Well, tonight I'll be at McSorley's, and tomorrow I'll like be that. up to some chick's <laughs> You're right. ass. You're right. It's low hanging fruit, and <laughs> I've been missing it. Yeah, you really been blowing. All right, all right. I blew it. Oh, speaking ripe. of, He's thing, I offered you a chance to be a cop, and you blew it. <laughs> I watched that yesterday. It's so good. <laughs> I'm going to have to it's work so that fucking... bit in uh, just another bit. Anyways, thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. Go join the Patreon. My balls are hot. 
Summertime is maybe good, summertime is maybe shit. Oh, here it is. Run! It's Godzilla! Way to play that right at the end. Wow. Good timing there.